Hey guys, this is Matt. And this is Luke. From Star Wars Sessions all the way across the pond. And you are listening to Fly on the Wall Podcast or Fly on the Wall Podcast. What do we think about it, Bly Walker? Quality. Unbelievable. We love it. Keep it up and may the force be, be with, you. with you. Always. <laughs> Okay, so I think we're still going. Yep, we're still going. I'm uh, Ice T and this is Ice Cube. <laughs> I've got nothing. I've got nothing on that. Vanilla ice. Vanilla ice, yeah. yeah. Boom, oh. boom, 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 boom. Uh. As you said it, I was thinking of that post you did on Instagram. Oh, yeah, the gold. About his oh, movie, gold. and I actually had to look it up. Oh, really? I was driven to look it up. 1991, I think it was. Yeah. So it doesn't make the age. No, no, cut, it doesn't what apply. We're talking about tonight. But it was still an interesting learning curve to uh, to take. Yeah, well, I watched. Uh, You're really educating, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You're absolutely. educating people. Teacher's one of my middle names, as yeah. well as Rambo, Predator, <laughs> yeah. Alien. Um, Don't throw out all the good movie titles <laughs> of the 80s. <laughs> um, Sex Machine. Yeah. Um, uh, what was going to say? Oh yeah, I watched uh, a doco behind the music. You know those docos? Oh yes, old docos? the VH1 behind the music. Yeah, the Metallica one's good. You've probably seen it that. Um, and the Vanilla Ice one. Oh, oh shit! It's still. Oh no! <laughs> did, that... did that keep playing? Okay, let's just do that. Sorry if the music was. <laughs> <laughs> Professional Every all time. the way. We, we thought we were doing well. The good thing is, I think we were talking pretty loud yeah. over the top of it. <laughs> let's let's just restart, just it's in case. This be... is vanilla ice, and <laughs> I don't know. Yes, you were ice tea. I was ice and tea. I was ice, you cube. ice cube, and then we got talking about vanilla ice. And yes. uh, anyway, look, well, I had a dream the other night. <laughs> I've had a few whiskeys, so I might be a bit. Tonight you have, have you? Yeah. Um, Jeez. Yeah, I had, a, I had a dream the other night, Warren, about yeah. you ah, and I. Straight so I just into want to go brother. straight into it, yeah. Okay. Um, it was one of those dreams that were, was very real, so I was glad I woke up. <laughs> but at the same time, when I think about it, in retrospect, it was kind of cool. Like, okay. So you and I were um, paddling, as we do in a canoe from time to time, right. um, down this river. Yep. And we'd gone through like a, a concrete tunnel, almost like a sewer system type, okay. type tunnel, like a big, but a big wide one. Right. Um, and as we were going down there, there was a light at the end of the tunnel, so it was, you know, it was no problem. So we said, yeah, let's just go through it. As we were going through it, a massive fucking crocodile attacked us. <laughs> right. I was, it like, it like bounced into the uh, the canoe. I was thrown, and then, Jeez. and then you were trying to whack it with the paddle, yeah. and then it knocked you into the water. We both managed to climb onto the little concrete embankment thing, um, and then it was coming after us and it was big. It was like at least four or five meters long right. and really wide. It was coming after us and then I decided to jump on it. So I jumped onto its head, onto its like snapping jaws to crush its jaws. Right. To try and pin those down so it <laughs> wouldn't like bite any us. other Saturday, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you and then you so I sort of jumped on its head to try yeah. and make sure it, it couldn't go up and down with its jaws, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. snap at us. So, so I was like, fuck do something wanna do and then you jumped you had like a pen knife with you for some reason. <laughs> you jumped on like onto its back yeah. and then around its neck you started to cut 
and then this is the weird part. So you cut around its neck. So oh, imagine no. all the way around. And then, and then you skinned it. Its and you head. skinned it. No, no, not its head. Oh, its, no, its body. body. Yeah, left wow. the skin on the head, but ripped all the skin off its body. That's cool. And it was just this this pink, bloody white mess of of meat. And it was still writhing. But then oh, I right. woke up. I was like, oh wow. man. And I'd I'd obviously come. Is I'd come at that yeah, stage. Yeah. <laughs> It had to come uh, into it at some oh, stage. Of course, mate. Always yeah. a spooge. Um, yeah, but but it was a pretty cool dream. That is a pretty cool dream. I'm glad it worked out well in the end. But I was just thinking when you said about sewer. I mean, we've been up that little concrete one. We've done a few, <laughs> a couple of adventures. Yeah, yeah, in the canoe too. Remember? Do we? Do we? Oh no, was that not with you? Was that I with the kids? Was Maybe that was with the kids. You it, it was like you set me up. <laughs> <laughs> nah. It was a rainwater culvert, I think. But we was went that at Lilydale Lake. Yeah, we oh, went. You had told me about it. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, sorry, man. No, no, that's okay. So no, I just, I just you remember that time I had that threesome with those two yeah. bikini clad. <laughs> you were there. Oh, you yeah. were there. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to say a word. I did have the bikini on about the coffees I and what, what voice you're going to do. Okay? okay, I'm just going to leave it all up to you, and then never again. <laughs> We're just waiting to be served. Surprise, surprise, it takes a while at this place. White thing, white thing, white thing. Hello, can I please have two mochaccinos, please? Two mochas? Yes, please. What Regular, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, thank you. 920, drive on through. Cheers. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. <laughs> wasn't really very I couldn't good hold anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to do it anymore. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, okay, here we go. Oh. Yeah, tap this. No worries. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll just pretend I'm on the phone here. Yeah, so, how are you? Yeah. How are you? Yeah, good, yeah, mate. Yeah, how are you? Good. good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah thanks, long. mate. Nah, all good. So, oh yeah, thank you. Have a great night. Cheers, brother. Oh, he uh, <laughs> he took that in his stride, didn't he? Yeah, he nice did. fella. Actually, nice he did. Fella, he did very well. He, he was looking at you well. a bit oddly. Was he? He was looking past me. Was, why is he on What's the phone? What's he up to? What's he recording <laughs> this fucking asshole? I think he thought, geez, Snake, Snake was in. <laughs> Wasn't really it very snug. No, no, but it I was tried, no, but no, I was no, so no, nervous. No, I know. I can understand why you would be. That's why I was thinking a different McDonald's. So what we've tried to do, guys, just for the people at home, the viewers at I home. I thought we were saying this was our last hurrah at this McDonald's. No, I was saying like go to a random one. Oh. Do okay. So what we so so the boys <laughs> from Star Wars, ourselves. the boys from Star Wars sessions, they they're massive fans of the show. <laughs> let me say, uh, <laughs> and what they suggested, or uh, Matty Hud, uh, Jabba the Hud, um, what he suggested was that um, Big Waz do Snoke because we'd recently done a little promo for them. We did Snoke's voice, we did Yoda's voice, and they love the Snoke. So we thought, and what well, they thought, why don't you do Snoke with one of what your? 
accents. Brilliant idea. And I, I actually, you know what? I actually didn't want to put pressure on you because I didn't think you'd do it. I actually were think, was thinking, and look, technically you didn't do it. No, but whatever voice that was, it was actually pretty fucking funny. That's all I could pull out. I'd say that's the cream of the crop so far. So, uh, guys from Star Wars Sessions, that's that's just for you because I was actually quite nervous. Yeah. So it wasn't anything like Snoke. So let's create a new character. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's do that. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good one. Thank you. Mm, yes, thank you. From the dark side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> should have done that before. That would have been great. Um, it was going a onesie then. I got a bit distracted when you were talking. Because oh. a girl in a onesie, a pink onesie, was walked there? out, came and pointed at us and laughed. And then went back and then disappeared again. Oh, really? I think we're famous, yeah, Warren. Yeah, clearly. I think we're the famous dickheads that come yes. through <laughs> on a weekly basis. It's those two fuckwits that always do stupid voices. And speaking of oh. dreams. Dreams. Yeah, I've got um, some stuff to do as well. Now, are we going straight to get our... No, no, no. 10 o'clock. No, He's got to get him at 10 o'clock. So we've got a bit of time before... I don't even know what... I don't even know why we're friends with Glenn, to be honest. Because he just can't keep to the timetable. He's a cunt. Yeah. Like, you know, I've 20 fucking too many that years. That hurt when you said that, actually. Yeah, it did. Like it hurt me to say it, but, you know, it's all yeah. about comedy. So, <laughs> so what's this other dream? Or well, are you just replaying so the one I that was, you had before? I was telling my eldest daughter about... Um, you can put that this, there, Oh yeah, you got a cup holder in this truck. Good See, man, good man. Um, yeah, vehicle. I was telling. Uh, wow, the luxury of not know, holding the coffee, isn't it? It's it amazing. It, that little plastic <coughs> thing there is a luxury. I nearly car. said the A word, right? But I didn't. Which is, in case you haven't heard us, we're trying not to say absolutely brilliant so much. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So I was telling uh, my eldest daughter about uh, the spooky episode. And that prompted her, and I wish I'd known it before the spooky episode, but it prompted her to tell me about her dream that she had. Because what happened was, long story short, we watched Shawshank Redemption the other night, her and I. Oh, what a brilliant movie. Yeah, it is brilliant, and she loved it. And uh, do you remember Brooksy, the old fellow who yes. hung himself? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember yep. his bird? He had a little bird, a raven or yeah, a crow. Yeah, I can't remember his name, though. Jake. Jake, oh, yeah, And then, anyway, we were sitting at McDonald's the other day, my yeah. oldest daughter and I, and she pointed at a crow and said, oh, look, it's Jinx. Well, no, Jigs, it's Jigs. I said, what? She goes, Jigs up there, Jigsy. I Jigs. said, who? And she goes, from Shawshank Redemption. I said, ah, oh, it's Jake. And then we had to Google it so I could prove her wrong, <laughs> damn it. And then I punished her by sending her to bed. <laughs> no, but then she told me about a dream she had, which is fucking creepy as hell. She dreamt that, um, oh, I can't remember all the details now, but she dreamt that she was invited to go to someone's house. I can't remember who the person was, like a boyfriend or something. And they all, oh yeah, yeah, and the house was like 1950s style. Like the mum and dad and all the kids were very 1950s. Like the mum was cooking and all okay. the time and like spring cleaning and the dad was like, hello, how are you? you know? um, very nuclear type family, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Anyway, Can't so they meet the missus. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> so they sat down for dinner, and what has she got? But crows heads, Ooh. or crows, just crows, all mashed up to eat Ooh. for dinner. And she's sort of looking at her plate. This is all in her dream, obviously. Yes. Yep. Looking at her plate, and then going, "What the hell?" And then looked up at the family, and they've all—they're all wearing massive crows heads. Okay. <laughs> and then she woke up. That is a spooky dream. Yeah, that's creepy, isn't it? <laughs> Especially the fact that they were this 50s kind of nuclear yeah, family like you're talking about. Yeah, that's a different element, isn't it? Yeah, if it was just us, you'd go, oh, yeah. I'd have a bit of a laugh. But, yeah. <laughs> you're looking a bit off tonight, Dad. Yeah. yeah. Do, you know what, uh, wow. do you know what a collection of crows is called? A murder. Yeah, isn't that? Why? Why is that? Why because do they look at the Because people like to get bird? dark, mate. Yeah, but why didn't they look at a group of geese and go, instead of like a, <laughs> instead of a, what do you call it? A oh, that's called a slaughter. 
a geese. No, no, actually, there is a group of something called a slaughter. Yeah, there is. I can't remember what it's called. Bell, yeah. A gander. A gander is a yeah. group of geese. But why did they call it no, gander? It's, it's, no, no, a gander's a male Oh, no, that's goose. the male goose. Yeah. A swat, no. Uh, I don't know, mate. Is a gosling I'm just going to go with flock. <laughs> no, it's something. It's like is it? a... Go- a group. A Google. <laughs> we're, we're really educating yeah, people. Uh, Earlier you were, oh, now I'm not. I don't not. know. It's gone from me. It's gone from me. But, yeah, there is something called a slaughter. Maybe that's the... There's ravens. Maybe a slaughter of ravens. Yeah, there's definitely some awesome ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um... But you got some things to bring up. I'm going to obviously delve random... into the hobby and Mr. Mark Morin. But yeah, oh, go, yeah, go. Of course. Okay. Yeah, go. Okay, go. Quick, go. A couple of little points. Yeah. Uh, the other week when I think we had our band practice. Yep. Uh, last my, week. Yep. Last, last Friday. Week, yep. My beloved and my ch- some of my children were at home. And, <laughs> some uh, of your children. And Warren has 25 children. <laughs> mistakenly, they had a pizza delivery come to the door. Now, it was actually for the house at the back. Oh, okay. And it yep. does happen occasionally we get somebody come through the gate. Yeah. Okay, so my beloved answered... I just the, take it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think that was... But... No, I didn't know My beloved answered the door. Yeah. And through the screen door, because she doesn't open it, it was like 10.30, it was quite late. Yeah. Um, she could see a, a, a very small person holding the bag with the pizzas inside. Okay. Now, the bag with the pizzas inside was almost the same size as the person right, that delivered okay. them. So, so like, it was a midget. Oh, midget. Midget or dwarf? Remember we had this discussion? Well, I'm fairly sure midget in midget this Midget is in proportion. So small, but in proportion. Small, but in proportion. That's so the tiny, feeling I'm tiny getting. tiny penis. Right. And... Uh, <laughs> Whereas a dwarf... So, anyway, yeah. So, so she's... I mean, you wanted to talk about, you know, little men and, you know, Mark, Mark. <laughs> no. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... No, no, I'm just saying about time. Um, so I'm trying to rush through it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. <laughs> Did you just go to sleep? Yeah, no. Yeah. I've had a few whiskeys, Warren, if yeah. you don't remember. <laughs> when I say um, a few, I mean You mean, six, yeah, seven. okay. I'm glad I'm driving. Um, I think it was six, okay. I don't know, So, and that's all fine, obviously. Yep. That's fantastic. But they had some thoughts. Yeah. Because I'm not sure if you can think of our gate. Your gate, yeah. It's yeah. Quite, oh, yeah, it's quite high. It's quite high. Yeah. <laughs> so, they were wondering... where the latch is, though. It's on the inside. On the inside, it's you have to reach over. Because we don't want people just yeah, knowing okay. automatically. Okay. It's a bit of a challenge. Wow. So, what did they do? And now, that's not to be nasty to the, the, the midget, the small no, person. No, it's their fault person. for being vertically challenged. But we did wonder how they managed to get through the gate okay. with, the, with the pizzas. Was the gate open, though? Because sometimes it no. is slightly ajar. Uh, oh, sometimes, okay. but I mean... Oh, unless he was very lucky and it was yeah, okay. but for most part it is actually securely latched <laughs> so I'm thinking he climbed on the bins yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking like you know do you get insured for that sort of stuff yeah, no because definitely not as no. a pizza boy because as you know I was a pizza boy for a very yeah, long time yeah very very long time <laughs> um, I'm one, I had a visual that he might have climbed on top of his car roof yeah and like it, pulled the car right up as close as he could <laughs> and then done a bit of a flip over it woo or he's got a little st- people were very lithe or has a little step ladder in the back of the little just in case. smart car oh yeah just um, in case. Smart. <laughs> to, 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 to whip yeah. it it would be a smart car or a oh, mini well, a mini snoke <laughs> <laughs> a mini snoke is awesome um, uh, so then we were talking about how you would drive the car as, yep. a, as a small person so uh, is there like very large platform <laughs> shoes is there a booster seat yeah is there 
you know and I, I think there is actual gear that they can get to, that sets up the car well like yeah they actually bring I think the all, pedals are higher yes the yeah. pedals are actually all brought right up yeah and then the operational like distance is you know equivalent so they yeah. don't have to go very far so I was just thinking kind of how cool that is I don't know that one of my one of my very, clients very cool. is actually very small yep um Pygmy small, right? But pygmy small. he doesn't want to drive anywhere. He doesn't. He always says, "I don't drive. I get driven." Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess if that's what you enjoy, he's, he's a problem. bit fancy pants. Yeah. Well, if you can, <laughs> if you can afford it and you like it, then no. Yeah, worries. yeah. The you other just, thing, quickly, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, was the we were discussing out. We were doing a spooky episode last week. Yeah, brilliant. Episode, and I was by talking, the way, it, well done to you, Warren. Well done to you too. It was really good. Yeah, it was the back to both of us. Yeah. <laughs> Probably one of the best, I'd say. If you agree. Yeah. You can uh, get in touch on uh, Instagram or our email, which we'll tell you in a few moments. If you disagree, you can suck my hairy <laughs> donuts. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I was thinking about, um, we, we obviously talked about the bunyip and some other things as well as our ghost, ghost stories and yeah. some of the other bits and pieces. Um, and then coincidentally, I was talking to my second eldest the other night and we were talking about the Tasmanian devil. Mm. Now, that's uh, an Australian animal that went extinct in the 30s. I think you mean the Tasmanian tiger. Oh, that's exactly what Tassie I mean. Tassie devil is the little one. You're entirely around. right. You're yeah. entirely right. I did mean no, the no, Tasmanian tiger. No, no, but people make the mistake, which is an easy mistake to make. It Tassie is. Tassie devil, you, you Tassie Tasmanian tiger. Tasmanian in both titles. You're yeah, fuck it that's up. right. Yeah. So, anyway, sorry. Tasmanian tiger to, yeah. to uh, correct ourselves, but... Um, it went extinct, and I think I think the last one died in captivity, the last known one, in 1936. I think that's right. That rings a bell because I think the last footage was about them, wasn't it? That yeah, footage of it wandering around. They the have cage. that footage now. Yeah. There's there's been you know as there are with most things, there are always people that think that there are others yeah. around the place, and they're not limited just to Tasmania. Yeah. Um, a, a teacher from our high school. Mm. Uh, and I don't think it would be a problem to publicise it because I think that's exactly what he wants. Oh, okay. So his name's Murray McAllister, and he was a PE teacher back when I was in year eight, oh, at okay. least. Yeah, yeah, name rings a bell. And he's still there. Uh, right. Same school. Wow, yeah, okay. Now he is. <laughs> this is this is genuine. Yeah. He has done a documentary. Oh. He's also been on National Geographic. Oh wow. Uh, and saying that he's still alive. Or yes. still exists. Yep. He, and oh. he hunts for them, and he has done for 20 years. And obviously, he's been exceedingly su- successful. Well, he has so many sightings. <laughs> right. Uh, Just on his own. Because he sets up cameras. Have we um, seen footage? That, that he's, he's got all different footage, and he's got uh, first-hand account, eyewitness accounts. Right. <clears throat> Just like ufology. But in 20 years, he's yet to capture one? I know. He's a kind So, since 1998. <laughs> well, don't you know? You know what? Let's not really. I won't the discourage man. him. No. Yeah, that's right. Good it's on nice you. to have a Keep dream. hunting. He he had an experience, I think, with one of his sons where they were they were camping. Yeah. Um, I think in, in East Gippsland, which mm. is in Victoria. Yeah. Uh, and they had an encounter with something that he could only say was a, a Tasmanian tiger. Yeah. So since then, since then, he's been dedicated. To, he set out cams over, I think, in Tasmania, yep. but also in areas you over in Gippsland. Cams? Cams. Oh, I think cameras. I think you mean like cans on a wire. Go, ding, 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 no. It's <laughs> a goddamn Tasmanian devil out there. It's a trip. Okay. It's a trip yep, trap. Yep. No, no. Um, and he's been yeah running a website and also, yeah, obviously publicising it because he was also on the footy show. Yeah, okay. Um, doing a little bit of a, a spiel on it as well. Yeah. And I thought... Okay, whether or not it's still there is, you know, some lost pack 
of yeah. Tasmanian tigers roaming in the wilderness. Or if he's just painted stripes on a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, boy, run. Maybe, but but I I guess the fact that I appreciate is that it's a passion for an yeah, Australian yeah, that's right. creature that has gone extinct, probably yep. due to our own actions. So people like that who are kind of hoping to rediscover it or whatever yeah uh it's quite encouraging but yeah, i just thought is. that that That's was an cool. interesting no, no, tie-in with is, our that is kind of cool thing and i think it's called tazzytiger.org if you're interested anybody okay. i'll, I'll definitely have a look at tazzytiger.org i'm fairly sure and he reckons it. he's got footage of it well there's all different um encounters on there they're all chronicled yeah, from 1998 he's in a tent and then he hears a growl and so he's saying some, it's a tazzy tiger or is well, it an actual footage of tazzy tiger there are photos of footprints there are some grainy uh stills of like video footage and yeah, camera footage grainy like in yeah, this day they age, always are you got hd you know what i mean high definition technology you're and taking this grainy. apart mate you're taking this well apart. i'm just like i said in episode 13 i'm a massive skeptic so i'm always going to try and find the holes in it well to fuck i it. reckon best of luck to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah fuck oh yeah look, no, I, i'm all for passionate people but i like to crush them okay <laughs> that's no, no. beautiful no nah, i'm all for speaking of passionate people <laughs> um yeah Big fan of the show, big friend of the show, Mark Morin. Yes. M O R I N, not M O R O N. Yep. Um, Are you sure, mate? Did you spell I'm that absolutely, right? Absolutely. Did I? I'm drunk, so. Yeah, I, I know. I was thinking. I feel like you are. Definitely. Double seven A K E. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Mark Morin is yep. uh, he's he's a he's a mass hole, which is a slang for a Massachusetts person, and um, I I would have said. Yeah, I suppose in Australia we'd say mouse hole, wouldn't we? Mouse hole, yeah, mouse hole. There but a he's a mouse hole over there. He's a goddamn mouse hole. He lives in the dark, and his name is Mac, and it, people <laughs> think it's Mike, but he'll explain that all himself. Um, yeah, no, no. So I, okay, look. Long story short. Yep. Um, 2014, December 2014. You and I, the band, sort of, we had a two-piece band, sort of went on a hiatus. Yep. Still is. Right? Still, still is. is yeah. yeah. Five years later. <laughs> But, and I was sort of like, started, I'd always dabbled with like cutting up little miniatures and painting them and stuff, mostly from Games Workshop, which is the Warhammer world, in case you're wondering. Now, we're not talking about midgets or dwarves anymore. No, everybody. no, no. This is actually <laughs> plastic men. They're not yeah. the American variety. They're miniature plastic yeah. men. So, look, you Just know, to clarify. 28mm hero scale. Um, <laughs> I won't bore you with details, of course, but yeah. So is I, that what you call your penis? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> twenty-eight millimeter hero scale is what I call my cock. Um, <laughs> uh, dad always told me that two inches is really big. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good of him. He's a good dad. He's massive. Um, no, no. So uh, yeah, so I knew I had to fill the void um, because I'm very much a person that doesn't like to sleep too much and just likes to stay awake doing shit. Not literally. But do it, I need to keep my brain occupied because I think if there was such a thing back in when I was a kid, I would have been diagnosed with ADHD, a hundred percent. So yeah, I, th- I think you still want to be. I, I would love it. I would love yeah. it, and yeah, especially if they. Yeah, no, I could go. I, let's no, not go off right. on a tangent. Uh, keep going, mate. Go, go. Press go. for time. Press for time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So Warren uh, knows me pretty well, probably better than a lot of people, or most people, I'd say. Inside and he and said, out. "Why don't you start a blog?" With your little friends, with your little plastic friends. <laughs> <laughs> there was some mock in there, but I think there was some genuine sort of like concern. No, no, that shit. suggestion was. He's going to start buying weapons. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I started the blog, and on WordPress, Imperial Rebel Orc. Now you might be wondering where I got the name from, Warren. 
Yeah. <laughs> so the Imperial comes from Imperial Guard, which is the human sort of faction of the Warhammer world. Right. Warhammer 40k, 40,000 to be precise. Um, now it's Astra Militarum, but everyone who really knows the Guard knows it as the Guard, not the Astra Militarum. That sounds um, a bit irritating. Yeah, actually. I do. Very irritating. I like Imperial Guard. That's yeah, yeah, perfect. much, much nicer. Anyway, so, and then the Rebel is because obviously there's a little bit of rebellion in me. I like the bad guys in most scenarios. I, uh, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably all I can say there. And then Orc is pretty explanatory. There's Orcs in the Warhammer 40,000 world. And I like Orcs. I think they're just big and green and nasty and, and you can do a perfect Orc impersonation. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you yeah. bastard. Perfect. Yeah. It is. Like, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, uh, yeah, it always gets me excited to play it. Well, but, I just have to disagree with your green uh, thing then, because you have made albino. Thank orcs you, Warren. As well. Thank you for paying attention. <laughs> um, okay. Yes, I have done albino, but I also do have some. What kind of orcs, Warren? Green orcs. What have I delved into? Do you remember? Oh man. Nah, there's been so many German orcs, Warren. German orcs. Oh, okay. Orcs. Sorry, Fucking I didn't hell. know you were referring. Fucking to that. Sorry. get out. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so look, I the thing I love most is what it combines is my two favourite toys from when I was a kid, Lego and toy soldiers. So I get to cut up little plastic men and make them the way I want. I very, very rarely do I follow the format or follow the rules or follow the instructions and go, okay, the arm goes here and the head goes here. I like to do my own thing. I like to carve and cut and convert and all sorts of stuff, manipulate, molest, all sorts of things to these little <laughs> plastic dudes. And I've come up with my own sort of world with them I suppose so um, yeah so that's enough about me if you want to look it up and, and see more there's plenty of posts I've been at it for four years now five that's, four that's four very years. impressive yeah, actually four. mate you've you've been very regular with it and it's really built up into somewhat of a multi-faceted thing it's like there's sort a of, gallery yeah. yeah but there's also a lot of uh, you call it the fluff but for people who don't know it's the story writing element, I yeah, suppose, I enjoy behind that part it. Of it yeah. Creating the, making shit up, the story <laughs> behind the characters that you've got. Yeah. But there's also been challenges and, and not competitions as such, but challenges. That's right. Sort of someone puts out a bit of a, uh, what would you call it? Oh, well, like there's a, one guy called Azazel who's who's like a god amongst men. And he does a he does a monthly challenge there. So it might be there like go, painted, yeah. paint a neglected model. Or paint um, your a big, you know, uh, centerpiece type model, or whatever it is. Or and you, paint, you, you paint take each one on. You no, 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 I've just taken one on now to finish a huge alien thing. Right. Um, but I haven't delved. I haven't done anything for Azazel or for his challenges for quite a while. Um, but I always do the Fembruary, which has been running for two years, which yes. is where you've got to do a female miniature. Indeed. And I now, enjoy those. Would I be right in thinking the one that we had this year, you did the one where there's the group of uh, females on the roof of yeah, the car of the Volkswagen, fighting yeah. off the zombies. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's probably one of my really favourite cool. ones, actually. And then the previous based one... based on my three daughters as well. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's kind of right. cool. Yeah. The previous one yeah. was actually the one where it's the little girl. Yeah. And they have that creature standing behind them in that uh, it's a checkerboard floor tile. That's it, based on a based on the front cover of a book called The right. Girl from the Other Side, ah, um, which is about a little girl that has this big sort of monstrous um, um, like guardian angel looking after her. Okay. And that was a, I, I saw read that on somebody else's blog called Ignited Moth. 
she does book reviews and comic book reviews and, and also puts up, lately she's been put up heaps of pictures of her own artwork, which is amazing. And I want to get a tattoo of some of her stuff. Um, yeah, so so talking about people on blogs and stuff. So, so it's been great. Like I really started it and didn't think... I don't, honestly, and I'm not, I'm not just trying to be humble, but I really didn't think many people would be interested because I didn't think my stuff was good enough. And when I was reading and looking at other people's blogs, their stuff was exceptionally good, like just amazing. The quality of the paintwork was cool and the write-ups and stuff. And as you said, the fluff and the fiction yeah. was just incredible. They knew, they seemed to know the Warhammer world inside out. And I was just, I yeah, I was in awe. And then, so what, but what's happened quite organically is that there's a big, there's a big um, online community of yeah. bloggers and stuff like that. We're all interested in Warhammer and yeah. all interested in dioramas and, and painting tin soldiers and all sorts of stuff like that. And I follow lots of them, and lots of them follow me now, which is really nice. Um, but there's sort of a, a group within a group, which yeah. is kind of cool. So we all sort of uh, you found like-minded individuals that sort of a, a little bit more on your same. Well, yeah, Age, but at the same maybe? time, doing their own thing. Oh, like, no, like, of course. Like the Imperfect Modeler, who's done a couple of promos and did a little voice thing for us a little while yeah, back. absolutely. He, but I, he's not a gamer. He's not into no. Warhammer, but he does amazing dioramas and paints uh, soldiers and stuff like that. But I feel like maybe it's a meeting of minds. So not so much meeting of uh, the actual hobby itself, because yeah, yeah, you've got the hobby and there's variations within it. Yeah, that's but right. But I feel like maybe they're the ones you've clicked with on a yeah, for personality sure. level. Oh, for sure. People yeah. you could have a laugh with, and if you met them in the street, you'd be chatting with them for two hours. You know, I've got, I've, and I know I'm a bit of a dreamer, but I've got high hopes and dreams that I'll actually meet a whole bunch of them. That would there's, be great. A, there's, like I said, the group within a group. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a fella called uh, Just who, who uh, markets himself or labels himself Just Needs Varnish. Um, he's great. He does. Uh, he does all. Yeah, might as well yep. start heading to Glens. Yep. Um, he does all sorts of weird and wonderful things. Uh, paints up massive amounts of armies and tanks. And oh, I could. I could go on. There's Woodergast, who's a crazy Scotsman. Um, he's probably the most similar to me as far as like he likes converting and he. Um, yeah, his sort of style and approach is similar to mine, but at the same time unique as well. There's Alex from Lead Balloony, who's just a, another god amongst men. Um, oh, there's Thomas. There's it's high praise. I like it. <laughs> there's just so many. There's Warburton, who I wondered if he lived in Warburton, yeah. but I think he's more Adelaide-based. Um, he's like an... Oh, I don't know if he's old, but he's like right into the classic sort of stuff. Right. Um, uh, look, I'm not going to be able to mention all of them in a small time. For some reason, got, I don't think of the country town with Warburton. I think of Patrick Warburton, who's the actor, who did those really low voices for so, uh, oh, so many characters. Yeah. Goes, so, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah there's, so, there's so many. But one of them is... Uh, oh, there's Marvin. Marvin's a great <laughs> man. Oh, he does 172 scale, which is tiny little scale. There's Pat. He does 172 scale as well. Pat's a local man. Nice. Um, like, a local as far as, like, he's in Victoria. Um, oh, there's so many mentioned, but they're really, really good guys, and I love reading their stuff, and they love reading... Uh, Bjorn Stormbottom, he was one of them as well. Yes, of course. Um, so, yeah, if you want to check me out, and you'll see all my followers and stuff on there, and you'll see all these people I'm talking about, just jump onto WordPress and look up Imperial Make sure Rebel. you look at all Orc. of the stuff. There's I'm on Instagram as well. Some great Here material. He comes. I, don't, I swear to God, I don't know why we're friends with this guy. G'day, mate. How are you going? G'day, boy. How are you, mate? Hey. Say g'day. G'day. <laughs> this is Glenn. You may we remember him from such things as episode 10, part A and B, and episode, episode 5, five part, part A and 
and part one and two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just we're just finishing off talking about my crazy little hobby, and we just got to play this little thing from Mark Morin, who uh, is an absolute gun. And I'm just going to plug the headphones in because that seemed to be better quality. Let's uh, let's see how we go. And yeah, he's a big fan of the show and just wanted to do a little sort of promo and a bit of a shout out to us. And uh, I'll just play it now. Hey, how's everybody doing? This is Mark Morin in East Brookfield, Massachusetts, and this is an official promo for the Fly in the Wall podcast, which is the only podcast that I even listen to because I still don't get enough time around to listen to podcasts. Most of the time, I enjoy listening to the podcast. I take it when I'm going on a you know four or five mile walk, hour and a half, good timing, makes you laugh, as long as they're not getting too dark. Uh... Basically, I learned about this podcast by following Luke's pod, and not his podcast, but his uh, his blog on WordPress, Imperial Rebel Orc, where he has all kinds of madness involved with plastic and uh, making models out of Games Workshop stuff and painting them up and creating whole new worlds, which is very interesting to see if you get the chance to check that out. But the blog is very interesting, but so is the podcast, as long as... Uh, Luke and Waz don't get too dark and start going in directions that are just not fun, but that's very rare. Most of the time, they're pretty good about that. Um, I do enjoy the blog. Uh, when I'm taking a walk, I get to learn all these new Australian words and terms and phrases. Uh, you know, brilliant and absolutely being kind of uh, one of the ones that comes up a lot. And one of the other things that comes up a lot is their complete ignorance of American accents. Now, I'm from Massachusetts, okay? Um, there's probably three accents just in Massachusetts that I could probably identify. Uh, there's 50 states. We probably have, a, you know, at least 100, 200 accents that could go on in America. But for some reason, every one they have sounds like somebody out of deliverance. So, um, not exactly what happens up here in Mass in New England, but, um, and you probably can feel hear from my accent, rather, um, because my name is Mark, and uh, you know you guys are probably not greatly different than my accent. But uh, when you're from Massachusetts and you say your name is Mark to everybody else in the country, um, they think your name is Mike, and they say M A R K. They say M A I K. No, it's a, it's, it's a thing that goes on forever. But so I'd be happy to teach you guys my accent. Um, it would be cool to teach you that. Also, be cool to talk to you guys. Uh, so you know, in the meantime, if you listen to the podcast, keep listening. It's interesting. Your apocalyptic stuff is really pretty cool. And last but not least, um, Luke, I think in the apocalypse, what you don't realize is you want to keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And I think Waz has taken that tactic, and um, I think he has it out for you. So listen to the Fly on the Wall podcast, and uh, have a is it have a good day. Is what you always say. I don't know if I can do your accent correctly, but hell, you can't do mine, so whatever. Have a good day, guys. So, big hand to Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Woo! Yeah! He's very dark. He's very Mark. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I don't know if he was referring to the dead mother 
episode, think, I think so. or I maybe think. that time when you brought up people chasing Pokemon Go thing, playing that Pokemon <laughs> Go. That was pretty dark. Could it could have been so that? Could have been that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because that was in the pack as but well, if, wasn't it? <laughs> it was in so, the pack. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that. Uh, <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> Holy fuck! Um, <laughs> Uh, if it was, I just want to—I don't want to put a little thing out there. If it was the fact that we were talking about the dead person who cacked, um, who cacked it, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we did—we did put up a warning. All right, yeah. we did. So we've had a lot of complaints. And it about was Jeffrey's nah, wasn't we, it? Yeah, so, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mac. <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay. Now we want to also bring up the fact that um, he he tried the Aussie accent and. Completely failed. I'd you say. failed, Mark. But, but now you, you knew you were going to. So I it's would okay. say that our American accent is ninety-nine percent accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but his Aussie one was only three, four, five percent accurate. So the challenge is on. So I think you know later on down the track, uh, on one of the episodes, we will get Mark to ring in, or yeah. we'll ring him, or whatever yeah. the yeah, case may sure. be. Yep. And uh, yeah, and he can teach us how to talk properly. <laughs> So you can find him on I think it's Mark A Moran at WordPress. What? Uh, but mo- just type in Mark Moran WordPress and you'll find it in, in the I Google will, machine. I'm and happy. he does lots of tanks and uh, lots of. Um, uh, he's a gamer as well, so he yeah he's got some great stuff and some some really cool weird sci-fi stuff that he does as well. And he casts and molds his own um, his own uh, half lead half aluminum as he would say. Okay. Um, um, miniatures as well which is really cool he made miniatures out of golf balls like he used the golf ball as yeah, like the that is very cool the mold yeah very cool so very I'll, cool i'll have to check out some of your stuff too mark but I, i'm kind of curious because i mean look i know that our uh, accents tend to be very generalized they probably have about three or four states or even dialects from different states wrapped up into them and That's they true. are predominantly yeah. southern but um yeah i guess i'm curious as to hear some of the different like you're, you're, uh, Mark's saying that there's three just slightly in, yeah, different in the, variations yeah, in, in Massachusetts, Massachusetts, yeah, yeah. Massachusetts or New England, yeah. Um, and I'd be curious to which hear what the differences like are. Like if you go to Colac, which is regional Victoria here, um, it's guess. quite different to how you speak, Warren, for example, or you, Glenn. You know what I mean? I suppose so. It's Not very really. much. Like, I just see it as a relaxing. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, so we've got Glenn in the car. Yeah, mate. Uh, Sorry to neglect you there for again. He now for the for the viewers at home that don't know, Glenn is a movie genius. I wouldn't say movie. Shut the fuck up. I wouldn't say genius. You're not here to speak. A movie watcher. (laughs) You're a movie buff and you love movies. You're an enthusiast. A movie enthusiast. Movie enthusiast. Oh yes, yes. You love your movies. I do love my movies. I reckon we all love our movies, but I reckon. We probably all love him the same. I think but stop you probably, complimenting yeah, him. He's not yeah. liking it. Yeah, I would say, <laughs> I would say, like the miniatures are my thing. I reckon movies is your thing. Like you are quite hell bent on seeing new releases. You'll watch a lot of movies during the week and all that kind of stuff. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, I probably would say if I could have a chance to watch a movie every day, I probably would. Yeah. Wow. Well, so on roughly on average, how many movies do you reckon you'd crank out a week? Uh, well, if, not, if, not including if, porn. Not including porn. <laughs> including porn, but I'll say two then. <laughs> who's, watching, who's watching the whole movie? Of <laughs> yeah, porn well, that's anyway. right. It's only it's clips. The money shows. Yeah, yeah it's, it's clips. <laughs> not the we do. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Oh, oh look. Uh, depending if I've got time, maybe four or five. So four or five, week. and that's you in a working week? Like if you're at work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about if you're on holiday? Oh. Uh, 
double. Yeah, seven. Yeah, okay. yeah I'd, okay. probably, I'd probably watch a movie every day if I had the if I had the chance. See, I yeah, reckon cool. I reckon I might. As far as movies, because I like my docos and stuff, so yeah. I reckon I'd be watching more of those. But I I reckon as far as movies, it's probably two to three a week. What about you, Warren? I'd be lucky to get in one movie a week. Yeah, I would say I'm a little bit more like proactive. I'll watch an episode. No, no, not so much that. I'll just I'll watch an episode of say a TV show, yeah. maybe one or two of a different show, um, and maybe like a documentary thing, or I'll listen to a documentary on um, YouTube and things like that. But do you reckon? Do you reckon uh, that's because? Because out of uh, out of us three anyway, yeah. you start very early in the morning work. You know what I mean. So do you reckon you're conscious? It could be the hours of the day. Yeah. Whereas I, yeah. I sort of unless I'm taking the kids to school, I yeah. sort of uh, um, my working day probably starts about seven thirty eight. You know what I mean. So Whereas you're, you're more six six thirty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's yeah. pretty much yeah six six. So do you think that's part of it that you don't want to start late because you've got to try and get the hours? I in? think that's part of it, but I. Although, I must admit, I've probably watched more in the last six months. Okay. So, occasionally, it might nudge up to two because now we've got Netflix and streaming things like that. Yeah. You can pop it on your phone. accessible, yeah. And lie there going to sleep watching a movie. Just yeah. pause it, but it'll retain that spot, of course. And you just come back and you can watch it from there. Okay. So, certain yeah. movies that I wouldn't watch with my beloved yeah because you're not really interested yeah and uh that the kids aren't interested in either that i'll just enjoy oh, so you're laying in bed like at night oh i'll bed. start something yeah okay. like i think yeah, i watched no. oblivion with tom cruise oh yeah that, over sounds, a... that sounds like a lot like porn yeah <laughs> think you wouldn't watch it with your beloved and the kids aren't around that sounds like that forbidden, that forbidden thing called sci-fi movies yes. <laughs> yeah 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 because no one really nah, wants yeah. to watch them with me nah nah it's the same for in my house yeah. I mean my youngest I kind of force her to watch it on the way we're watching Star Wars yeah. like can we watch oh, Peppa really? Pig shut the fuck up we're watching fucking Star Wars um you know but but yeah, no, it's pretty much the same. As soon as I, I sort of go, oh, I try and, like, disguise it. So, yeah, there's, there's a movie. It's got, like, some monsters in there. And they're, like, and my eldest little my brother. Oh, it's like a horror. Yeah, kind of like a horror. Yeah, kind of like a horror. Acid for blood. Uh, yeah. You know, like, and, oh, yeah, okay, and what happens? Well, there's, like, these soldiers, and they've got to try and They should and be kill into it. that anyway. Um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, That's right. cool. It is disappointing. But anyway. <laughs> All right, so tonight we're going to do a bit of an 80s... Uh, 80s movies um, extravaganza. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because we were children of the 80s, essentially. We I mean, yeah. we were born in 79, yep. but we grew up in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, like I said to you fellas during the week, that I feel like that was when we first really started going, wow, there's these things called movies, oh. and how fucking good are they? And how exciting it was when you'd watch an action movie or something like yeah, that. Because yeah. it was just, for a, I, and I don't know if this is sexist, but for a little boy sitting there playing with his soldiers, oh. and then suddenly watching, you know, uh, commando or something yeah. I was yeah. like Wow I don't what's, think it's sexist What's I think happening to my eyes <laughs> Certain boys Love That yeah. kind of movie Guns and We just love it and which, which is You know Partially that's A couple that I chose As little You know Mentions tonight Yeah Is for that exact it's same reason your childhood It's stuff. that oh, exact yeah, reason yeah, yeah. It yeah. makes you want to get out there And play guns and I've got to say the first, the first kind of violent I suppose you know inverted commas violent movies I watched were cowboys and Indian type movies because right. they're a bit more well back then anyway in the, I'm talking you know like spaghetti westerns and stuff yep. they were they were a little bit dark in some ways but they were <laughs> tame compared to some of the action movies that sort of started coming out in the 80s yeah, as far as blood yeah. and gore and all that kind of stuff yeah, of so I'm talking about like you know Clint Eastwood sort of spaghetti westerns so I sort of grew up watching those first with my dad 
and then you know started my dad started to uh get me on to the more action <laughs> stuff like you know rambo and that kind of stuff yeah. but anyway Good so on we, him. we thought for the format this evening we thought we'd uh choose i think five movies was it Did we say? yeah yeah we thought we'd decide on five and it was hard to it was hard to narrow it down. Uh, yeah, to absolutely, five. absolutely, yeah. Well, you, you, Glenn, sent your list to us boys, so we weren't going to double up. I, yeah. I, I decided to go for the more obscure, and even ones I haven't seen, more more obscure and sort of maybe not so great movies. But then I actually, when, when I was researching, I actually found one that I was like, I'd fucking forgotten about this movie, so I'm kind of excited to talk about that one. Cool. And what did you go for, Warren? <coughs> well, I had quite a long list originally. Yep. Then I tried to narrow it down. It's hard. Yeah. I still ended up with about nine or ten, oh, okay, and then well. I uh, there were two that are shizen yep. that I remember from the eighties that I wanted to mention. Yep, and then I got two of my beloveds as well. Oh, okay, so that's cool. so that's whether cool. or not yeah. we get to all of them, or I just I simply mention. Yeah, what have we got? We've still got uh, another forty-five minutes for this episode. That's so right. Let's, let's so I might just out. simply just mention them, but uh, I've also got to remember all of them as well. well now. Yeah, so you're driving, <laughs> so I managed to take some notes. Yeah, I can I probably give you my I've phone got, to look. Oh, at yeah, I can do that for you. No worries. Yeah. Um, and and would it work if I read like prompts to you? Rather than me reading it all out exactly, so you can talk about it. Or do you oh, want to pull yeah. over? We can always pull over. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That. We'll see how we go. But There's I no think, fucking rules, man. I think if we start <laughs> with uh, with our mates... I yeah. think the guests should go first. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to do a movie each. Like, take turns, yep. go around the yep. circle. That yeah. sounds like a great Like Soggy place. Biscuit. Remember we used to play that? That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was losing that. I don't know why. <laughs> well... I'll, first of all, I'll, decide, I'll tell you why I the word I decided on the movies I um, chose. Yep. First of all, these movies are movies that I actually saw in the eighties, not movies that were made just made in the eighties. Oh, I actually okay. Watched in yeah, the eighties. Yeah, that's 80s, cool. So, that's cool. Yeah. That's um, a very good thing. Yeah, well, rather than Makes rather sense. than um, something that was made in 1986 and then I didn't watch until I was 20. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I d- these were movies I actually watched in the 80s. That's cool, because then it straight away takes you to that moment well, in time right. where you exactly. go, oh, yeah. fuck, wow, this is the first time I'm seeing so some I, I was quite, I was still quite young when I watched these movies, yeah. and these are movies that, over time, that I've owned on VHS yep. and then DVD yep. and then brought them on Blu-ray again. So oh, wow. I've continued to watch them and upgraded the um So the these are so too. your ones really are some of your favourite movies of all time. Yeah, well um favourite movies of that of that time. Of that era. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I've continued to still watch them to the to this day. Yeah okay. And go shoot, number one. Alright so bang. number one I'm going with American Werewolf in London. Fuck yeah. That was made in uh, 1981 and directed by John Landis. Yep. What else um, did he direct? He uh well, before he did this, he directed Animal House and, oh, yeah, and yeah. Blues Brothers. Oh, yes, one of my yeah, favourites. Well, yeah, I and then one, yeah. like he's, he's directed also Trading Places. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he's actually done quite an extent of different films. Anything more recent? Um, not really. The last the last one I know he done was a movie with Simon Pegg. Oh, okay. Um, World's End or something? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Burke and something or other. It was an English oh. film. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I never got Birkin's hair or something, some, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. yeah. So is, like he, that, yeah. is he like, you know, like how some actors, like, you know, like uh, Mickey Rourke, how he's not really cool anymore? Has John Landis become that kind of director that he's not no, really... No, I, I, I don't know. I think maybe he's just bobbing up and directing something when he feels like it. Yeah, if he's, he's probably just money. in that state now. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think he ever sort of hit the, like, the high... You know the big time like Steven Spielberg or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay. But, oh um, wow, that's that's actually surprising considering the the titles you just rattled some off. Some of the output there is 
yeah, it's definitely got its place. Yeah, it? absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. So, <laughs> so this, uh, for anybody who hasn't, who's seen this movie, I'll give it a bit of a rundown of what happens. Synopsis. Synopsis. I can't say it properly. Um, so it's about two American backpackers backpacking through, I think, northern England. And they come across um, a pub with some strange, strange characters in it. They get kicked out of there. They're attacked by a werewolf not long after, and then um, a lot of strange things go on after there. One of them's killed, and uh, the other one turns into a werewolf. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, a lot, and a lot of other things happen in between. So yeah. I still, I still remember that. When, when you said about when they walked into the pub, the slaughtered lamb. The slaughtered lamb. Yeah, what a great name for a pub, a especially actually, for a werewolf movie, you yeah, know. Yeah. And when yeah. they walked in, it was that, that that typical, almost like Wild West, when they walk into a, a and, saloon and, then and everyone goes quiet stops. and just eyeballs them and says, "Who yeah. the fuck?" Because they're Americans, obviously, and they're yeah, in an English yeah. town. So yeah. And no, they, and they were just wearing those big puffy coats, and they definitely looked out of place. So. Yeah. Did those um, th- those two main dudes, you know, the one that dies and the one that becomes a werewolf, did mm-hmm. they? Did they go on to do much else? I, nah, I can't really nah, picture really. them in anything else. Yeah, nah. unless it was like Police Academy Seven <laughs> or something. But no, no I, don't, I don't think there's really anybody that in particular in that movie, other than the odd cameo here and there. Yeah, okay. That um, yeah, he sort of made a big career after that. So yeah, you know who I'm? I can't, I'm having trouble because it's been a while since I've seen the film, but I'm having trouble picturing the face of the main guy because the the face that comes to me is the main guy that's in Gremlins. You know that curly-haired dude? Uh, Do they look similar? Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe because they've both got black hair and it's curly. <laughs> yeah, that's, really, yeah. that's where it stops. But no, I can, I can see it. I can definitely there see it. There is a resemblance there. There I is think. a little bit. Of, yeah. it looks, it's like the the guy in Gremlins is the younger brother of the guy in America. Okay, okay, that could work. Uh, yeah, that's so why why is that? Is it just because it was when you were a kid and it was one of like the first horrors you saw? Yeah, why is that yeah. why is that a real standout movie? Well, uh, yeah, it was probably one of the ones that absolutely scared the shit out of me when yeah. I and, it's, and it sticks with you. So you would have been what, what year did that come out did you say? 81. So what year did you see it do you think? Oh, probably 82. When you were fucking three years yeah, old, yes, oh, yeah. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. That's why that's why it stuck with me because <laughs> yeah. mum, and, mum and dad were playing it, yeah. and it was mainly the the transformation of the werewolf. Yeah, okay. and that was that. The, yeah, that was that was the bit that scared the crap. Which of still me. actually, when I did see it, which was probably within the last five years, I'd say. Yeah, I, I remember thinking those those scenes when he does change. Yeah, is qu- still quite relevant. Uh, still quite um, uh, what's the word like? Believable, yeah. like, oh, like yeah, it's yeah, still, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even though we've got all the CGI and stuff today mm-hmm. and blah blah blah, I think that was done with stop motion. Oh no no no, it was all just um, practical, like just uh, you know um, using springs and gears. And yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. wow, it's yeah. even more impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but that, it was it's cool. Like it's really cool. It's it's awesome. Well, I was actually going to say in one of my notes yeah. that um it was the first movie to win. An Academy Award for um, Best Makeup. Oh for, wow! The first okay. of its kind. Yeah. So was it? Was it? Um, uh, back in its day, was it received well? Like was it? You know, like popular. Well, back that's, then that's a thing because I think um, watching a few documentaries, people were quite shocked going in because I knew John Landis as a comedy director, oh, and I okay. just thought this this was a, a, a comedy. Yeah. But then when the guys are attacked by the werewolf and it's actually quite violent yeah. and gory. Yeah. Uh, 
and, and not long after that, a lot of people were walking out Jesus. thinking that they were going to see a, a comedy, but yeah, they, <laughs> and they were disgusted. The wrong movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Werewolf, I mean, at the end of the day, Werewolves are pretty fucking cool. I'd oh, probably yeah, they say are the best movie monster. I think I'm far. always going to be a zombie person, but I think they're a pretty, they're a pretty close second because I always found with vampires they're a bit too suave and yeah, sort of wanky. But yeah. um, unless you know, talking about the vampires in Blade, which I was, are, I was just saying, they're pretty the fucking cool. <laughs> the Reavers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty cool. <laughs> they, they, they changed the game. But, um, okay, yeah, so you got any more notes on the... Well, oh, well on just one? one of the other things. Um, I wrote down here that um, Frank Oz actually does a oh. cameo in oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's he? Where, he he's the, um, he's the, like, the American ambassador who comes and visits David in the hospital. Oh, right, And okay. then he starts getting it, like, when David was getting upset. Yeah. He's like, oh, settle down, Mr. Kessler, and all that. And you can actually hear... Yoda in there. Yeah, a little ah, bit. Yeah, okay. you can, have to you have can hear that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so did he do any puppet work on that as well? Or no? In... In Mar- uh, American World? No, no, no. Oh, no, okay, okay. He, he just made the it was, um, That was actually Rick Baker. Okay. Who... Um, it's gone on to make like done a, quite a few he's actually i looked it up last night he's won seven seven academy awards wow. for makeup in different different movies through his career wow okay yeah that's impressive mm. seven academy awards seven academy awards yeah, obviously amazing to win one <laughs> have you guys won much in your life um no, i want to apart I wanna, from me as a friend yeah yeah <laughs> i want <wanna, laughs> I I a, a cricket victory. trophy oh did you have one is an under 12 yeah oh that's pretty for cool. most improved warren any sporting <laughs> trophies or <laughs> sporting <laughs> trophy what, what sport again <laughs> No, I, I won $100 from the local newspaper once because I spotted the ad that was made up. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was a fictional ad. Oh, and then I just cool. randomly had to call up and you just... I forget what you had to do to uh, just leave a message, I think, like a voice message oh, okay. to, to say which ad it was and then read the ad out. And uh, yeah, hundred I got a, bucks. Got a hundred how, bucks old we, how old were you? Like thirty-nine. S- uh, Sixteen. <laughs> Sixteen, I think I was. Oh, Jesus. that's pretty good. Yeah. Why didn't you tell us at the time? And what did you buy with it? Cheeseburger, uh, probably. Yeah, probably. I, I dare say I went out and had a fucking banquet of cheeseburgers. Why not, hey? Uh, but um, that's about it. That's it. I, I really haven't won a lot. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I got a lot of... Uh, Apart you know, from the heart of my beloved. Good on... Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah, say yeah, something yeah, soppy yeah, was going to come. Soppy bastard. All I got was like, you know, um, for taking part kind of awards. And oh, I, yeah. I think half the time I wasn't... Don't you mean even, taking part? Taking part. Right. And I think half the time I wasn't even there. So they're just like, was Luke there? I don't know. Just give me one of those. Give him a well away. done ribbon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is that um, it for. Well, I was actually going to tell you a quick funny story. Yep. Um, the the sex scene that's in the movie yep. right I think there's a little there's a little bit before the sex scene where she, they're talking in the bedroom and um, she actually says to the she says to him well why don't you watch TV while I go take a shower yeah and um, when I was quite young I used to and then the custard them in the shower together and I used to think when I was quite young why is he in, why isn't he sitting down watching TV I just thought <laughs> that was such a strange thing for her to say that and then yeah. they cut to both of them in the shower and I just couldn't figure out why. <laughs> uh, why isn't he sitting down watching TV? That's kind of cute. That's yeah. the joy of being young and innocent. That's right, man. and that's why I'm still a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so speaking of winning things, you know I love my segues. Yes. So, have you They're guys... They're all very good ones. No, I know, but I like <laughs> you it. Do love I like them. them. Yeah. I like if they even really, really obscure. But this yeah. one actually works. Okay, So, if, talking of winning things, <coughs> have you heard of a movie called Masters of the Universe, oh, 1987? Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. 87. Well, wow. You know Mattel made the He-Man toys? Yes. yes. Right. 
Well, they ran it while that movie was uh, being filmed. They ran a competition, and the winner, uh, to, you know, with all their you know fans of the He-Man toys and stuff like that, yeah. and the winner, who there was an actual winner, I've forgotten his name, little boy, yeah. um, got to take part, have a role in the movie Masters of the Universe, and he was a little fella called Pig Boy, who handed a staff to Skeletor. That's really yeah. cool. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's so that, actually really, really cool to know that. <laughs> Imagine being that kid. Yeah. He'd have yeah. like a, a small cult following That's somewhere. That's a bit of a claim to fame, isn't it? Yeah. What so, a shame about that movie, though. I know. Yeah, I know. It could have been so much. They could have... I mean, even still with Dolph Lundgren. I mean, okay, he's a yeah. rubbish actor. But he had the presence. He, he, he looked had the, the part. Look. He yeah. looked the part, yeah. You could have done I'm, I'm, I, I'm pretty certain we're all He-Man fans. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, Super He-Man fan. I can imagine that you were the same as me, that when this movie came about, that you were pretty keen to see it. And then even as kids, so this oh. was 87. So I started collecting He-Man in like 83, 84 or something mm-hmm. like that yep. and I had a shitload yep. of them. Yeah. So by the time the movie came, I was fucking pumped up to see it and was bitterly, bitterly disappointed. Oh really? Yeah. I still, yeah. I still liked it. Nah. Time, even as a kid, time. I remember just going, you know what? It wasn't the yeah, He-Man that yeah, I saw on the cartoons, yeah. and I think that's what it was. I think the fact that they had, they included Earth, yeah. in it as well, it was a bit weird. I feel yeah. if they just made it sword and sorcery on Eternia, and yeah. they sort of kept it localized to there, it would have been so much better. Yeah. Um, and, and kept the characters looking as close to the cartoon yeah. version yeah, as they could. Yeah, exactly. Because Skeletor, yeah. I, uh, you know. It wasn't quite right. Yeah. I remember, I remember feeling like... He-Man was passed. Dolph Lundgren was passed. But yeah. the story itself... Yeah. Just... Yeah. I, I remember feeling like, oh, well, that was yeah, nothing like the cartoon. The guy that played He-Man, I've forgotten his name now. He's, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, sorry, not He-Man. Skeletor. Yeah. Oh, that's... um. He was in that movie recently yeah. with the robot. I know his name, I just can't think of it. Nice guy. Seems like a nice guy. Um, but he uh, he still says that it was one of the best roles he's ever had. And he actually wrote a lot of the lines himself for Skeletal. I think he really it enjoyed it. He said his son was really keen on uh, him being been. part of it. I didn't read that. I either. think that's often oh, I can understand that being a reason why you'd love it. Oh for sure. If your kids love it. If, if it your kids lift you up on you their to take up the role. Like, you're not just a dad, but you're a hero as yeah. well. <laughs> a bad guy. Even if you're the bad guy, it doesn't matter. Uh, so what was going to say? Oh yeah, ironically though, I really Frank did... Langella. That's it. Him. Oh, yeah. that's it. Yeah. 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 Ironically though, I really loved Conan, right? And I know you. Why well, do you love it, Glenn? Yeah, I, yeah, I love. Yeah. Conan. Okay, yeah, yeah. I love Conan. I know you do, Warren. Um, but ironically, right? This is the story. So uh, when I was a little kid and we we're having a birthday party for me, Mum and Dad went and got. This is before Master of the Universe came out. They went and got Conan out because they thought looks like He Man. Luke loves He Man. Yeah. Watch that, and his head's coming off and shit like that, yeah. and they're sitting there going, and he has oh. sex with the sorceress and yeah. everything. Yeah. And they're sitting there going, well, we can't turn off now because he's loving <laughs> it so much, yeah, but let's He-Man. just never let him watch it ever again. But did you know yeah. the link between He-Man and Conan? The link? They, yeah. yeah oh, they, because they, the figure itself based was based yeah. on the toys. Bingo, series. yeah. They went, they went to make Conan toys, but because they didn't have the rights to it, yeah. they just... Popped off the head and made a new head. Bingo! Look at you've the got success. He-Man. Look yeah. at what yeah. they got from that. I think that. that's fucking cool. And, that, and that's actually where they based their cartoon on was the toys. Was the, actually, yeah, yeah. It's actually exactly. one of the rare yeah. examples. And then, and then the other way around. Comic book, wasn't it? It was. Well, a comic each book. figure would come with its yeah. own small comic. Oh, book. that's right. Yeah. yeah. That Brilliant. sort of told a bit of a story involving it. Oh, yeah. I loved He-Man. Now, you know, when that's I moved, when I moved to Australia, um, Mum said, "Right, you can take some toys." 
and basically oh. I took all my He-Man collection, which was <laughs> Castle Grayskull, Snake Mountain, the Hordax uh, place dwelling, is what the formula is called, yep. but Hordax figures, Skeletor's group, uh, He-Man's team as well, and my rucksack was full and half of Mum's uh, um, uh, suitcase was full of He-Man stuff as well. And that's, that's what fucking, you brought. That was your choice. Yeah, and some jocks and, probably and, and as well. No clothes <laughs> <laughs> who needs who needs it? But I was so excited. And uh, it's one a more choice. One more little thing with uh, Masters of the Universe, though. Um, did you know that there was going to be a sequel called Masters of the Universe Two Cyborg? Right. Okay. And yeah, uh, you know where I'm yeah, going with it. I know. Albert yeah. Payan was hired to direct the movie, um, but it was cancelled. So he went on and rewrote it, and we got the movie Cyborg with yeah. uh, Van. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Interesting how they reworked it and made it even worse, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Now, universe. did you want to pull over so you can read your ones, Warren? Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Pull into here. Uh, where are we? What are we town are we in? We, we, none what? we none just what? went to Dandenong. Now we're sort of heading west. Oh, Flooring World. I used to sell shit to those guys. Actual shit? Yeah, I used they to just walk in there, fill, my, fill my your, hands with it. On your ploy? Here you go. As All you right, know, I was in sales for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Waz's so, uh, first one, go. Oh, that's it. Look, there we go. I had Conan the Barbarian. You turn your indicator off for me, champ. Just because that oh. will pick up. Well, I wanted to start with, uh, and we brought it up before, but I wanted to bring up uh, Rambo First Blood Part 2. Fuck yeah. What Big, year was that made? 1985. Yep. Nice. Uh, it was directed by a Mexican director which has now of course escaped me which I was intending to remember and it was filmed in Mexico Jose Gonzalez yeah okay let's say that but it was filmed in Mexico <laughs> as well yep. Jerry Goldsmith did the uh, did the score and it's one of those great 80s scores where there's quite a bit of uh, synthy sort of oh, production yeah, yeah. but for some reason it works <laughs> yeah like if you think about the real moody bit where he's putting on his shoes and he's putting the knife in his sheath and t- um, getting all fixed up, putting his arrows in the in the quiver. It's all it's all uh, keyboard type. It's got this like it's just all electronic stuff, yeah. And then the orchestral stuff will come in over it, and it works really well. Uh, but that was one of those examples of what we were saying before, where as soon as we finish watching that particular one over the top of the first one or the yep. third one that one we would get our camis on and uh, get outside and uh, with our wooden guns and shoot the shit out of each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was yeah. just one of those ones that made you want to play outside and and just yeah play armies and war and all See, that and that's stuff. the thing like you know how people jump get up in arms about you know don't let kids play with toy guns because yeah. it, it sort of breeds violence well the thing is if you don't give them a toy gun a lot of kids are gonna just go outside, pick up a stick, and it becomes a gun or a sword anyway. You know what I mean? Like I think it's. I've just seen that. I've seen that firsthand yeah. so yeah. many times. Yeah. Where so, they say because they'll they'll do it anyway. I don't see any harm. I think I think like my wife and her family, um, her brothers are big on guns, and so is her pop. But they when they had toy guns, you don't point toy guns at people ever. Like yeah. and they would come down hard on them because yeah. you know you shoot to you're shooting something to kill it. You don't point it at people. Yeah. Or a target or something like that. It's fine. But so, I think you've been like part that. of the game and this is what I always said to my kids too when the boys went through their phase of yep. having nerf guns or um, yeah, timber ones that they. Is it a made. phase? I'm still, I'm still there. <laughs> You're still right in the midst of it. You guys got any nerf guns? I didn't know guns it was a phase. <laughs> uh, But 
the rule would be you don't just point it at people that aren't involved in your game. Yeah. So you point it at the people if you're playing Cowboys yeah. or you're playing War or, you, you know, whatever little game scenario you've got at the time. Mm. But you don't just come out and start pointing at people randomly. Yeah. And that was... That was basically the rule. Yeah. And I think that that works very well. I don't think that they're, like, obsessed with anything. Yeah, no. They've turned out to be good kids. Yeah, so... Apart from the murder charges a few years back. (laughs) (laughs) A few years back. Remember when you shot yourself in the mouth of a Nerf gun? Yes. That was Keith's favourite thing ever. And it hit the back of my throat and I kind of stood there gagging. stayed there. (laughs) It's weird how it just stayed there because they weren't suction, were they? It just kind of wedged there. Those were, there actually were some that had little suction oh, cap. Okay. We were playing so whether Russian it was one of those, yeah. or it just got stuck between my tonsils <laughs> and the uh, that little thing that's in the middle of your mouth, <laughs> just for a moment while I choked. And we weren't kids; we were adults. <laughs> when we were playing this game. Uh, oh, guys, let's shoot each other. I'll do another quick one, and we'll keep driving. Oh yeah, okay, if that's all right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, so you got you got more than five, haven't you? I've got a whole heap. Yeah, no, good. But I, I just, you know, I well, want to. We're on, to, uh, on we an hour. So did we end up doubling up on any? I don't think so, but see, Luke did a different kind of list. Yeah. Because I was feeling like we might double up. Yeah, you know, was, yeah. That's yeah. why I was with him, but about. I definitely didn't with you. That's why I went obscure stuff. Like, I, you know, I mean, Master of the Universe was probably a bit of a risk, I suppose, in yeah. a way, but the rest, I'm pretty certain you won't. Well, look, I've talked about um, Predator before on the other Fuck yeah, love Master Predator of None Warrant! podcast. We talked about aliens just before. Yeah, but we can talk about it again. And I think we should. <laughs> so let's keep driving and we'll talk about that. Yeah, because see, about I, you know what I love? Yeah. You don't even need the phone for your I notes. don't need the phone. You just know this shit. I know shit. this shit. <laughs> Woo! So, yeah! So aliens is probably, I would say that's right up there. Like with, I've got um, Mad Max 2 is also like one of my absolute favourites as well. Yeah. But Aliens is just one of those movies that it doesn't matter how many times you've seen it. Yeah. There's an element of cool to it that you, it never loses. That's right, yeah. You what do you think that element is? What, what would you if you had to if you had to write down the recipe something? of what makes that movie just a real standout, what would it be? I think it's the I think it's the overall story arc, basically. Okay. You're sending Marines in yeah. to a colonised planet where a huge horde of aliens are. Yeah. And it's basically, as soon as you see the, when you used to see the old trailer on the VHS oh, before yeah. the other movies you were watching, because you used to have to watch this the trailers, yeah, yeah. and you didn't even want them to start the video without, you know, waiting for everyone. But it would say, this time... It's war, and like <laughs> yeah. that was the biggest thing. That that's like that he's Johnny. Yeah, he's Johnny. But that that that's that was the man, best man, thing. Man, You're man, like, man. oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, not as a kid because you don't normally have a, a bassy voice, but oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I've got an erection. Anything like that, but also the design, all of the prop design, yeah, all of the makeup stuff. Nothing was too outlandish. Yeah, like it wasn't too futuristic. They got it just right, didn't they? Yeah, it was still tangible. So the guns were machine guns. Um, they had tangible and believable. Like you felt like it was future, but not, not yeah, like yeah, not not ridiculous future. That's it. They had military fatigues, and yeah, they had cameras on their shoulders. But that was a really good way of kind of. Involving yeah. the people that were watching them. Yeah. Uh, they got the guys with the flamethrowers. They got the guys with the heavy guns. And I don't know. I think the ragtag group of uh, colonial marines is yeah. just a, a really awesome idea. One thing that really stands out for me is, um, and like you're talking about the story arc, I think it was absolutely essential to to the viewer, and and unexpected to the viewer as well for the first time, of course. 
is the fact that they're sending in these hardcore marines to sort yep. shit out, and they pretty much get wiped out in the first in the first confrontation. They got no idea what's you going on. You know what I mean? On. Like yeah. that's that just makes you go, "Fuck, these are animals. Like they are crazy killing machines. They're not just they're built to reproduce. Yeah, make more of them. That's right. And yeah. take over wherever they are. It's and like nothing a parasitic gets in their way. Sort of, so, uh, and in fact, yeah. they don't have guns. Like the alien things no. don't have guns. No. It's just brute force and acid for blood and all that kind of stuff but the, the fact that they just went like how many did you I mean after that first battle yeah. there was only Hicks yep. um, the, the chick Vasquez yep. Uh, Bill Paxton Bill Paxton yeah, Hudson uh, Gorman didn't even go in there the lieutenant he didn't go in no. who was the other one was there another survivor from that first battle or was it just those three Vasquez yeah, it wasn't much, Drake was almost it? made it out Drake got Drake almost to the door <laughs> it was so quotable but did they um, say Drake, it, but there's the argument that it, did they say Marine we are leaving or Drake we are leaving Drake it, it was Drake because yeah, there was, there was, a, there was a, an, a, an argument was at some point where it says Marine we are leaving no, I'm, I'm fairly sure it's Drake. Drake. Yeah. yeah, no, I believe it's Drake, but I'm pretty certain it came well, up at well, one point. Well, let's, well, let's research It was something that. like that. I think That's Keith, important I think Keith, enough to look into. Keith, who knows the movie word for word, so it's yeah. a pity he can join us tonight, but yeah, he knows the movie word for word. Like, he, he knows every breath, every noise, every noise that happens. He'll sit, you watch it with it. It's the most annoying thing to do. <laughs> but you sit there watching with him, and he'll, he'll yeah, he'll, he'll, word for word. Spot on. I think, yeah. I think the fact that James Cameron, uh, if people didn't know that he did it, that's that's what it is. The fact that he's so closely involved in his own productions like that, so he has a hand in so many elements of the making process, but I think you, that's what you see yeah, on okay. screen. It's Great. just such... Yeah, every pulse. little facet of it is really thought out and... His finger's on the pulse rifle. Yeah, that's it. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. But he took the original idea, of course, with all of its designs and um, Ridley Scott's original Alien movie. And he sort of, he took all of those elements, and it's not like it's vastly different, but he just amps it up yeah, yeah. by so much, it makes it an action movie. I feel like it was a really nice step up from the first one, because I really liked the first one. I felt that was good because... That's a great movie. It, you know, they... they didn't know what to expect whereas in the second one you you sort of you as the viewer know what to expect in a way yeah but they so, still they step it up just enough well even just the idea when you see that they've colonized the planet where the original uh eggs were yeah in the derelict alien yeah. ship and you realize that there are people living there you kind of you're nervous straight away and in the original cinema edition you didn't see life on the, the oh, colony right. beforehand yeah, it's a director's right. yeah. so it's the first right. time yeah. you see it they're arriving and it's got that music it's really sparse music yep. and they're arriving in the drop ship and they drop into Hadley's Hope which is yeah. the little uh, township you see the bar and everything's just abandoned and it's raining and they turn up on the, uh, yeah. the APC and go in and it's just a really gritty grimy kind of setting and it just works really really well well it's funny because now I can't imagine watching the non-director's cut you know what I mean like well you need those little yeah, extra you need, bits you need to see yeah. what it was yeah. before you see what it became you know Although, what I, mean? I think that's good without it it's okay too like it is there's but, actually yeah. not that much extra in it yeah. in some ways I reckon just enough though to see Newt's sort of backstory a little bit and all that kind of thing is really cool probably more there I, yeah. the sentry gun section later I didn't really yeah, I feel okay. like it was necessary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sort of, it just seemed like, yeah, they just picked it, took it out, and moved it. They mostly come at night, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got to say, I think Hudson, um, 
Bill Paxton's character yeah. is a revelation. Oh, yeah. Game I've, over, man! Yeah. Game he's, over. Just a, he's such a quirky character. Yeah. That he fills the that um, that role really well. But I but love, Hicks, I love course, that he's not awesome. a soft cop the whole time. I love that he finds he comes into his own at the end. Yeah. Because he's all talk at first, obviously, and then he and then he turns to shit and he kind of loses his shit. But then, yeah, at the end, what do you, you want some? And that's the really cool, cool. that's the coolest thing with him. He yeah. just he redeems himself when it all counts. Yeah. Um, he's and dead. Isn't he he is very sadly he? Yeah. passed away. Yeah, that's died really died cool. under the knife, didn't he? From uh, being uh, I don't recall. Went in for an operation or something, and right. there, I think the uh, being under uh, anesthetizers. They can never say that word, but okay. yeah, there was complications there, and he just didn't wake up. Oh, he was wow. only sixty-two or sixty-three. Well, that's really sad. Yeah, well, I remember yeah. when he did pass. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, but that's a that's just a great movie, and it's hey, a classic for anyone oh, yeah, who's a, a fan Absolutely. of uh, of Bill Paxton who hasn't seen Aliens. You've got to bloody watch it. If you haven't seen Aliens, then don't just turn this podcast off and go and hang your fucking <laughs> and, and self. Don't, and don't forget how fucking. <laughs> Maybe just go watch the movie. Or just yeah, watch yeah. the movie. Just yeah. watch the movie, mate. Go the yeah. soft approach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, watch the movie. Do yourself a favor. And wake up to your fucking sad existence <laughs> of a life. Jesus. Like these people All right, Glenn. Like these people that haven't seen Rocky. Like these people that haven't seen Rocky. All right, Glenn, uh, number follow, two, follow, hit us up. Follow on from that. Let's move on. Let's move on. Well, I'm going to go with... Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> I'm going to go with a more... F- I guess it's a more family-friendly movie. In yep. S- Superman 2. Oh, beautiful. Yep. Released in 1980. Yep. 1980? Direct- yes. Wow. So what, yes. Was, what was Superman 1 then? <laughs> 78 78 yeah, yeah. yeah so cool. this was uh, released in 1980 <coughs> yep and at the time it was actually being filmed back to back with um with number one by Richard Donner oh really back yeah. to back yeah so back. The, yeah though he was he was making a back to back um Jesus Christ Warren. so planning planning to release them within yeah, well, pretty close proximity yeah, of each other yeah. okay yeah but um so Apparently, eighty percent of number two was filmed and and well, well, almost completed. And then the producers of the movie um, decided to to not not completely scrap it. They wanted to go in a different direction, so they oh, fired okay. Richard Donner. Yep. And they got. Uh, oh, I never knew that. There you go. Yeah. And they got a guy named Richard Lester. Okay. Yeah. Who, who then went on, added a changed a few things in the movie, but. A, most of it is what Donna had originally. Okay, um, just tweaked it here and there. Yeah, just just, just um, <laughs> like the, the start. I'm not sure if you remember the start where um, the terrorists had to bomb the Eiffel Tower. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. and he actually <laughs> and he actually lifts the elevator up into space, and yeah, that's how that's um, cool. General Zod and the other two people get free from their because um, it blows up. Yeah. It doesn't it eventually free them from that their little. Um, Prison thing that they were floating around. That's in. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prism, yeah. Yeah. Prism. So, that's right. Yeah. A prison. Prism. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there was a couple of things that actually changed, but not a, not a great deal. Okay. Um, I just love that movie. Yeah. I mean, All I, the Superman were good, but yeah. Number two oh well, was number a four standout. wasn't that great. Oh, number four was a little bit weak, <laughs> but but number two was probably my standout as well. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what was the one with the with the girl's face? She was a robot underneath. Three. And got, yeah, so that one actually With Richard, Richard Pryor as well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that one actually gave me nightmares for yeah. years when her face got blown off. 
Yeah, I would wake she, up sweating and, she, and yeah, screaming. Like, seriously, mum and dad had to come running to me. Push into that machine. Yeah. She got, yeah, and then she comes out. Her face was like sparking yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah, even now I got a bit of a shiver, actually. <laughs> Jesus. Wetting yourself a I little bit. I actually did. I actually just got a shiver. <laughs> Isn't it interesting, though, what, when you see something as a kid and you can remember that moment that yeah. really freaked you well, out? Well, that was yep. always in um, Empire Strikes Back when um, uh, Vader and Luke are having their fight that's, yeah. that's in the swamp at Yoda's. Oh, and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he cuts his head off. Luke's face. Yeah. He sees Luke's face. Yeah, yeah, that, is boy, yeah. that is creepy. Yeah. That is creepy. That would always stop. Very, night, very nightmarish, that scene, actually, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Which they anyway. tried to do again in. Uh, what episode was it? Uh, the more recent one. Was it Force Awakens? Or when um, when Ray starts... Oh, it's The Last Jedi. Last Jedi. I think she had a similar vision. Yeah, but she, it didn't, didn't pull it off as well. It translate uh, quite the same. Uh, Empire. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so the, um, yeah, well, that's uh, yeah, Superman 2. I think yeah. one, of the, one of the best. Great movie. Yeah. I, uh, I was so obsessed with Superman. So Superman was my first superhero love. Um, and then pretty much Batman, which isn't technically a superhero because he's just got gadgets and he's really rich. He's and then finally Deadpool. So I haven't I haven't had a long list of superheroes fan crushes, um, but Superman I was obsessed with. My room I had Superman curtains, Superman Duna, Superman lunchbox, um, Superman toys, Superman go. pencils, um, and my mum even made me a cape um, that I would wear to school every day. <laughs> was that before or after he man? Uh, it was kind of about the same, same time. time. Yeah, it was just it, it, big, muscly the guys. Big, the big strong. Yeah, the big five for me were Superman. <laughs> yeah, they could save uh, me and look up. So the big five for me were Superman, He-Man, Toy Soldiers, Lego, Toy Cars. That's the big five toys for me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of superheroes, <laughs> speaking of superheroes, I'm going to kind of work backwards here. Um, do you know who Barrett Oliver is? Uh, Glenn, you probably got maybe an idea because you're more the. Oh, but Warren's good with names. Yeah, and I got no idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, he starred in the Neverending Story as a little ah. boy, who was reading the story, not the one who was flying around and. Yep. A heart. Yep. No, what was it? a you That was the character. Yep. Um, he was also in Knight Rider. He was also in Cocoon. Ah. Later in life, he became a photographer. That's just a useless bit of information. But he was also in the TV series The Incredible Hulk. Oh. And that's the segue over to the... I love The Incredible But the movie I want to talk about is Daryl. Have you guys seen Daryl? Daryl. Yeah. D.R.A.R.Y.L. I don't think I have. familiar. 1985. So it's about a boy who turns out to be a top-secret military robot with superhuman abilities. Now, I saw this in the 80s, and I remember loving it, but I haven't seen it since. But it's one of those sort of family movies that went a little bit... A little bit dark, kind of like Flight of the Navigator. You know yeah, how that yeah. sort of had a bit of a dark tone to it because yeah. he was technically kidnapped. You know, um, <coughs> I don't really have anything else with that movie. Um, oh, okay, but it, I remember loving it. But you'd like to one day track it down. I think and I'd watch like to again. try and find it and yeah. watch it again. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, but uh, Barrett Oliver was one of those sort of. Uh, kid actors who sort of when he got you know teens late teens early 20s he went nah fuck this I'm sort of done with this and then went on to become a photographer and he's had his uh, work showed in uh, museums in New York and stuff like that so good on him he was the kid Daryl wasn't he yeah he was the kid Daryl I'm pretty sure I've seen it but I could not remember exactly yeah. It sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't... Yeah. I really remember enjoying it, but I but I can't remember any particular exactly scenes or anything like it, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But I'm sure it had a happy ending. 
<laughs> I'm sure it did. Being was a kid's 80, yeah, made yeah. in '85. Yeah. Warren, yeah. over to you, big fella. Well, I was just going to quickly mention the two uh, dishonourable mentions for the for the '80s for me. Uh, the first one I actually only saw in '92 uh, when my family and I went to England, and what I we were watching something in a motel, and it was called Millennium, and it had Chris Christopherson oh, okay. as the main uh, the main name, the main actor, right? And it was absolutely fucking shit. Okay, what was it, it was, about? Uh, it was about a plane, like a passenger aircraft, and it gets like taken through a time vortex. Yeah. Um, and and so and th- you know what? That's about all I can tell you because it was so shit. Okay. But all, what, the particular line that my brothers and I mocked for months afterwards was where there's a, a female character in him and she's trying to tell him something and he goes, uh, "Damn it, I'm listening." And then he does this very significant look with a smile, <laughs> and the acting in that moment was so atrocious by Christopherson <laughs> yeah, yeah by okay. him and the way that it was edited and the way it looked yeah. was just so weird and so terrible that we just remembered that for a long time and went damn it I'm listening or whatever <laughs> the hell he said yeah. and he just had this little smile at her well he certainly like redeemed son- himself in Blade he did <laughs> he <laughs> did wait that long <laughs> yeah. well, look I'm sure Chris Christopherson's <laughs> been 20 years. tons he's of pretty good he's stuff he's pretty born wasn't he yeah, the original was. Star oh, and Born. Yeah, he is one of the originals. Uh, the, the, original the other one was an Australian horror movie, a yep. slasher called Houseboat Horror. Uh, okay, no, yeah. No, and I, I don't know who chose that, but we got that on VHS way back in the <laughs> Even day. Even the name sort of you go, oh, yeah. It was absolutely <laughs> shit. Yeah, okay. And so it was, I think, videoed on a video camera. Like, I think it was that. That's kind of cool. Though. Low yeah. end. But yeah. you could tell just by the look of it as well. Yeah. Um, like those home videos you used to watch oh, yeah, back yeah. then. It yeah. had the date and everything on there. Yeah. It was almost of that quality. And it had a guy, I think, who was a neighbours actor. Yeah, okay. Like the older guy. Jim Jim Robinson. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, Alan, it sounds Alan, familiar. Alan Dale. Yes. Great guy. So. Great I think guy. So. I think he so. Went in, he made it big what in Hollywood. the other one? Yeah, yeah, the one who was in Indiana was in Jones. The OC. I think he was in the yeah. OC. Yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> I think he's in it. And he died in uh, in Neighbours, and he looked like he had flour on his face. He was so pale. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, so I remember that episode. All I remember was it was schlocky. Yeah. It had some sort of gratuitous sex, which is fine. Normally. That's okay. That's but okay. Only, if it, only if it's done well. Yeah. And like this really was just so so terrible. I think they filmed it on uh, Lake Gildan, oh, which yeah. is not far from us, really. <laughs> It's about an hour and a half away from us. Uh, and as soon as you say that, you know that it's going to be pretty bad. <laughs> I reckon it's kind of one of those movies where they have to say the title in the movie. So, like, the cop at the end will be like, oh. you know what that is, guys? It's a houseboat of horrors. <laughs> and then the credits start to roll. <laughs> and it's a freeze frame on his face with his thumbs up. And I'm not even sure. I feel like and we watched... And he's sipping a VB can. <laughs> Matter of fact, like... I got it now. But that would have been good if it yeah. sort of took a bit of a... <laughs> it a lampooned all of the different Australian vernacular Lampooned, stuff. good man. Yeah, yeah. like that. <laughs> but uh, I, I feel like we might have watched the whole thing. Yeah. But I think we all kind of went away just going, why did we... Why did we bother? Why did yeah. we even start that? And yeah. we stuck with it the whole time. So it's just a slasher, basically. Somebody yeah. was there. I definitely won't be trying to find that one. No. Yeah. I, I reckon I might look it up. 
Yeah? yeah. I, yeah, I, know, so I corny feel like you would. Right on my alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's got a neighbours actor in it, so it's probably... Well, that's right. There's a yeah. name. Oh, and it's worth watching. <laughs> yeah. So we can understand the lingo. All right, Glenn, on Just to number three. Wow, okay. Straight Moving in, straight along. in, son. Straight. We might, you know what? I think we might need to crank on to part B, Warren. Because Just join it all up afterwards. At, yeah, because that was clever how you did that on Anchor. This is Podbean, yeah. so it'll have to be two sections, but no Anchor. Yeah, so we're at to 78 minutes. Oh, So right. we still okay. got to do the post day pop chapter 8. Yeah, yeah. So, right, well, let's keep rocking. Uh, yeah. And then we'll, uh, we'll just watch it. With my next one? Yeah. Now, I know this is going to be a favourite amongst all of us. Yep. I'm going with Robocop. Robocop, yes. one of the greatest How movies could you not ever. Robocop in the eighties. See, this is one of the ones I actually watched in the eighties. Yeah, and loved so, it. So yeah, so meaning that I might have been maybe nine or ten <laughs> years old. Yes, yeah, I, see, saw this I think movie. that's the difference between, that's and this amazing. isn't the judgment of your parents, but yes. they're fucked. No, <laughs> no. I, but I, they, I, would, I would say they're great. But yeah, but they they uh, they allowed this to happen. Yeah, they just let you watch whatever well, you want. I, th- I think it was more of a case that they they probably didn't take much notice of classifications of movies yeah okay. so even though I was rated too R, drunk too they, drunk. Were, they were quite happy for <laughs> no, us to joking. sit down as a family and watch it together yeah wow or okay. could have been the fact that they were watching it with us see I, I, I was I like, really yeah. I mean like I said I watched Conan sort of accidentally yeah but I I like things like um, I think Commando was probably the first sort of full-on action one I watched because I dad always laughs and goes yeah you went from John Wayne as being your hero to suddenly Arnold Schwarzenegger and then when I watched Commando and I reckon I was that was probably late 80s so I reckon I was like 10 or 11 and just started watching things like Commando it wasn't until I made friends with this kid at school who had every horror movie known to man and I went to his house and we watched like Child's Play and stuff like that but before that it was all quite you know G-rated sort of stuff I I was straight in mate Straight into well, violence. explains why you're a homicidal maniac now. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Yeah, I'm a still a good person though. Yeah, it's um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robocop released in '97. I think I've got in my notes here. '97, '87. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, go back to fucking school. Making sure we're all on our uh, on the I'm board. Not, I'm not reading my notes. That's why. And directed by by Paul Van Hoven. Yes. Who's also directed Starship Troopers. Oh, nice. Um, Basic Instincts. Oh, nice. Great, another great movie. Totally Loves a bit of Fanny then. Um, yes, he does. Yeah. And, and Showgirls, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, more, yeah. more Fanny. Yeah. Pardon? A lot more. Well, oh, um, what, what did you say? He loves a bit of Fanny, I think. Oh, he loves a bit of Fanny. Yeah, you're right. You said well, he, he has uh, a Fanny now. <laughs> he might do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right. Paulina Van Hoven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, yeah, the, the, this movie was one of those ones that just changed me. Like seeing, especially that bit where much like the man Peter Weir, whatever his name was, is that uh, his name? Peter Weller, Peter, Peter Weller, Weller, yeah, yeah was yeah, changed when, in the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that bit in particular where they that was they shot the full crap on. out of yeah. me, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, that was just that was a little bit, a little bit science fiction, but almost a little bit horror too. Yeah, I'd with say the, so. how gratuitous it, it was, was with the violence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, good movie. Yeah, fan, good fantastic movie. movie. I love the gun fantastic. coming out of his thigh. That was cool. Yeah. Because where else would you put it? Up his ass. I always thought Peter Weller was a bit of an odd looking fella. Like, I remember he watching. Is. He looks like a robot, Robocop the first time. Thinking, oh, I don't know. There was something a bit odd about him, just yeah. his features is and that, everything. Is that what you were concerned about? I was just thinking it was great that he's blowing people away. <laughs> I thought, well, I like. Uh, I don't I trust it. his eyes. I don't trust his eyes. Yeah, his face looks a bit squished. And <laughs> it's like Rudger Hauer. Yeah. Rudger Hauer's got a strange look about fella. him as well. Yeah. I remember trying to make, uh, like, a wooden version of his gun. 
Because remember it had no, those little cool. side jets no, when it so fired cool. to hold oh, it yeah, steady? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like that, yeah. which I love. Did you succeed in making the gun? Not well, I made a wooden one, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Did like it, it was a it, really long it barrel. Look, it looked similar and you painted it and stuff? I didn't paint it. I think we used to just leave stuff raw wood. Oh, okay. Yeah, it I'd had the same sort of shape. Yeah, yeah, had the same sort of shape. That's cool. Gone to great pains to get that that shape going. Pretty on. envious of your childhood because you've got, like, you've got twenty five kids. You have got yeah. twenty five brothers as well. <laughs> so, did you try and twirl it like he did as well? Yeah, of course, of course we did. Put yep. it in, slide it in yeah. your leg. Make a decision <laughs> in your leg. You can slide it in. What, what's he say? What does he say? Um, that are alive. You're coming with me. Yeah. And what does he say about creep? Uh, um, your move, creep. Yeah, your when he shoot, when he sh- actually, I got a little bit of a trivia about that too. Where the fuck are we? We're in Belgrave Heights. Oh, Belgrave. oh okay. I Jesus! Just past my client's house. Yeah. Is a lovely man. Turns <laughs> turns ninety five nice. next Thursday. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So um, yeah. What what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So originally trivia. in that in that in that part there where um two guys are attempting to rape that woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, in the original um story, Robocop was just going to shoot. The guy um, passed the woman's face yeah. and just shoot him in the head and kill him. But the director came up with the idea of when when she lifts him up, she like she has her legs spread enough. The Robocop shoots him in the nuts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that was kind of made up on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Awesome. I like that improvised kind of stuff you find yeah, out about little absolutely. factoids. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. The only quote I remember it from it is, you know, what I'm going to say, don't you? Can you fly, oh, yeah. Johnny? No. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> no, Bobby. Can You Fly Johnny is my favourite one. No, Bobby. It's Bobby. Bobby. Can You Fly, can you fly yeah. Bobby. That's your favourite one. My favourite one. You remembered it I've got it on my t-shirt <laughs> and it's wrong. <laughs> and you got a tattooed on can it. Can You somewhere. Fly, Delilah? <laughs> got it tattooed, yep. Uh, Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> well, it was very satirical though, wasn't it? So all of the, the adv- advertising yeah. and the game yeah. shows... And then the way that some of the the different oh, like, that, business yeah, people game, were nukem, yeah, with like battleship, yeah, yeah, and and I remember so many of those little bits as well, and that's what made it such an interesting film to watch. So it wasn't just the story in itself; it was all the other stuff that was like populating the movie, all the other um, things about what the future was going to be like. Yeah, and it's, Detroit. It was set in Detroit, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I'll have to revisit it. Um, yeah, well, we've got five minutes left on this one, boys. So oh, I might just rounded. I might just jump over to a quick one of mine, oh, okay, yeah. and then we'll end this uh, part A, and we'll go into part B. As long as everyone's okay with that. Sounds yep, yep, yep. Sounds okay, cool. Um, so the, I mentioned earlier that I, as I was going through my list and doing my bit of research, I found one or I found a couple. But this one in particular, I was like, oh fuck yeah, I love this movie. Like it was when I watched it, I remember just being absolutely blown away by it. Now it's called Iceman, all right, yeah. and the story is basically the same as Encino Man <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. Brendan Fraser, except for it's it's based in reality. So it's got Paulie Shore in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's basically uh, a Neanderthal is frozen in ice, and this, these Arctic explorers find him yeah. and thaw him out. And then they, you know, they, they study him and all that kind of stuff. And it's just really, it's not an action movie. It's not a, you know, anything like that. It's more, I'd say it's more of a science fiction type drama. It's, it's a what if kind of thing. But I watched this as a little kid yeah. and was enthralled by it. Like just, just captivated by it. Cause I just thought, wow, like he's a caveman. They, and, and I remember like saying to dad, can, can that actually happen? You know? And obviously, you know, didn't Walt Disney freeze himself and hope that one day he can be unfrozen and 
become alive Isn't again? That what Elvis Presley was that, doing? Uh, was, was, was that an urban, John, urban John legend? Wayne. I don't there's know. A, there's a bunch of celebrities that I think have chosen that yeah. method. Which is a little bit cryogenic freezing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which is a bit sort of um, what do you call it? Like a demolition man. You yes. Mentioned on Master of None, I believe. Warren. Yes, indeed, I did, Luke. Thank uh, you. So yeah, it's starring Timothy Hutton. I don't know if you guys know him. Yeah, you know his name. face. Yeah, he, yeah. he was in uh, as a young fellow. He was in the movie called Taps with Tom Cruise. That's a brilliant movie. If you haven't seen it, Warren, Taps. you would actually like it. Oh, yeah, really? it's about. Um, it's about a bunch of army plumbers. Cad- army cadets. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of plumbers, yeah. Um, yeah, a bunch of army cadets who basically, they, they're going to close down the school that they attend, the, okay. the academy. And, uh, yeah, and they say, well, fuck you. No, you're not. And they, they arm themselves and they defend the, the academy. Oh, it's actually okay. really cool. It's one of Tom Cruise's first movies. Yeah, Back when fun. he hadn't fixed his teeth. Um, <laughs> and he was more real. Uh, also stars John Lone. This is the only other tidbit of information I've got. Also stars John Lone, who was the Chinese cook in King Kong 1976 with Jeff Bridges. What? Wow. <laughs> Actually, just uh, quickly, uh, do you need to... No, no, go for it, because that's pretty much all I had. Oh, okay. Uh, no, you've got three minutes. Go. Okay. Uh, it was just a quick little memory, because speaking of King Kong, there was King Kong Lives. Yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah, And that was... Pretty average. Uh, Hamilton. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, Jessica Lange was in uh, the. We got it based yeah. purely was, on, the, on the cover. Yeah. Do you remember the cover? Yeah, where he's reaching. For yeah. A, yes. It was actually like a cool cover. Like it was pretty. It was you know classic poster material, um, and I only have ever watched it the once. But I was like, I was thinking, yeah, now that was probably so bad it's good kind of thing. Because oh. anything with King Kong and... I, I love I loved that movie. They did, did they, Yeah, they did a, um, a heart transplant on him. Yeah. And they had that I don't think I've seen motor, it. Motorized, well, not motorized, motorized heart. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they gave like him a heart yeah. transplant. They yeah. did, yeah. And then he falls in love, up. doesn't he? Because they've oh, got yeah, like yeah, another female, like a Kong yeah, female. Yeah, they, they have a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. There is something to be said. Actually, I've got that as a note in one of my movies. There is something to be said about so bad that's good, like you just said. Yeah. But uh, we'll uh, we'll pick up on that after this. So um, thanks for listening to part A. Be sure to join us for part B. I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, from uh, real crime to science fiction, movies, music-based ones, all sorts of things. And you know what I found? Master of None podcast uh, covers everything all in one tidy little package delivered by um, a lovely broadcaster who um, has a lovely timbre to his voice. So look, why don't you do yourself a favor and uh, download some Master of None podcast episodes and you won't be disappointed.
Okay, and we're back in. Yay! Uh, so this is part B of episode 14. We're, to, we're with Glenn, I'm Warren here. and Luke. Part uh, B. Flan, <laughs> we're listening to Fly on the Wall podcast. You part are. Part B. Welcome. Um, 80s movies. Um, now, just a quick, let's do some admin. If you want to contact <laughs> us and tell us your favourite 80s movie or your worst 80s movie, you can email us on Fly on the Wall podcast 11. So that's 1-1. One, one, at gmail.com or you can find us on Fly on the Wall podcast with a underscore between each of those words and you can private message us or direct message us or you can leave a comment on one of our many pictures um, and say what your favourite uh, or worst uh, 80s movie is and we're happy to reference that in the next episode and say hey John Doe from such and such said he loves gremlins and uh, you guys are a bunch of cockheads so yeah so feel free we to would read us. that I would read. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy I, to. I live in hope that we get some <laughs> nutcase who really goes on a rant about how much they hate us and that we're doing so and many bad things. Read the whole thing Absolute, in an accent. Yeah, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to take the piss out of it. In Snoke's voice, we'll do Snoke's yeah. voice. Um, or in uh, the, the Swedish one. That's one you haven't done with the accents as far as drive-throughs. The Swedish one. That's one yeah. I was hoping for. Hello, hello, come on, please. Well, that's one you can do, mate. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. You'll do it? No fear, Warren. No, no fear at all. <laughs> That's why you gave up after one attempt. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't even an accent. You're too busy looking at the guys trying to think of the girlfriends yeah, that they look he like. He was pretty. He was mighty <laughs> pretty. All right, and we're straight into Warren with your next. Not straight into Warren. Straight into Warren. Straight up. No, straight up inside no, Warren. Straight discussion. in, Warren. Glenn's got the lube and I've got the no, know-how. There's, there's no lube. It's oh, dry. We're going it's in raw. All right, we're it's going dry. in raw. Well, I reckon it'd be a bit of sweat there for some natural loop. Anyway, so moving oh, on. Yeah, straight yeah. My turn, yeah. was it? Yeah. What are we up to? What are we up to? Rambo 3? <laughs> no. I, I was going to say Rambo's as a general thing, but I, I, yeah. I spoke about the, uh, First Blood Part 2, and that's yeah. my, my highlight from Have the you got, Is, is uh, Rambo Part 2, is that your favourite from the collection? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, yeah okay. because it's the one that really was my first experience of Rambo. Oh, okay. And okay. it's just, it's so 80s. So you saw that one before First Blood? I'm fairly sure, oh, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So your First Blood's still my pick. It's a very different movie, really. Yeah, it is. I think it's much more dramatic. And I think it's... Oh, I like it because of the killing. <laughs> or not really the killing. The well, that's it. There's yeah. actually not that many. But it's, I don't know. The book's actually better. I've read the book and that's that's much better. That's a little harder edged. And it's darker yeah. and there is killing. Yeah. <laughs> but right. uh, what's your favourite Rambo movie, Glenn? Yeah, I'd go with number two. That was one yep. of the first ones I would say that uh, that stuck in my mind. It was like, George Cosmatos. I just remember the of director's course. name. Oh, they did too. Cosmatos. Yeah, that oh, sounds okay. Greek, not Mexican, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> He's Mexican, I think. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I think two was the, the one. I remember seeing the first one, but it yeah. didn't really grab me as much, of course. But when, you, when you're young, you're just there to see Brambo shoot the shit out of stuff. So. You know what? Yeah, when I think about it, I think I did see number two first and loved it and probably didn't see the first one till later on and then loved that as more of a mature person. What? Well, that's yeah. a stretch, but yeah. as, as a slightly more mature person. You can appreciate it, and it's also an origin movie of sorts yeah. too, so you yeah. sort of see where it started because, of course, at the start of First by Part Two, you've got him in the prison camp yeah, doing his yeah. sentence for the events of First Blood. Yeah. So it's sort of... Yeah, it's a good one to go back and revisit. Actually, to survive war, to, uh, you've got to become war. Reference. Yeah. Uh, James Cameron, I think, did some of the screenplay for First Blood Part 2. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was definitely involved in it in some regard. 
He's all over it, isn't he? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. He's a bit of a sort of a movie sluts, James Cameron. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Mad Max 2 was one that I brought up before. Woo! And I think I'd be doing myself a disservice not to mention it because it it really is one of my favourites. Glenn and I would be bitterly disappointed in you as a person (laughs) and as a friend. As a human. Uh, well, we talked about it last time. I still think I am anyway. You but yeah, just you're welcome general. to be. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome to be. That's fine. I'll, I'll cope with that because I like <laughs> Mad Max 2. Uh, we talked about it last time because we were discussing Broken Hill, Silverton, the Mad yeah. Max 2 Museum, etc. Yep. Um, but I thought, you know what? It's still worth talking about because it's, it's such an awesome movie. Um, it kind of defines post-apocalyptic movies. And yeah. I think there was a bit of a a boom of them after Mad Max 2 had been released mm-hmm. some of them having uh, Patrick Swayze in them I can't remember the name of that one Patrick Swayze he was in some post-apocalyptic movie that was like Re- it looked not, like a, not Red Dawn it could have been Red oh, Dawn Red Dawn's a great was movie was it something with That's steel in the title it's post-apocalyptic though no there was something with steel there was, there was something it was like a post Blue Steel Roadhouse <laughs> yeah, that's a post Dirty, dirty dancing. Yeah. Dirty next of kin. Anyway, moving on. Next of ghost. Kin. Was it ghost? <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that. What about that movie where he's driving a truck? Oh, black dog with a uh, yeah meatloaf. with a uh, meatloaf. Yeah, post apocalyptic. All right. Okay. Was right out of the mouth. <laughs> yeah, it must have been while you were mocking me. Yeah, he's just saying yeah. it. Sing it. <laughs> It must have been while you were mocking me. <laughs> it took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, shit, keep your hands on the wheel. Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck that, man. We're almost there. Living on the edge. Living on the edge. Living on the edge. <laughs> Sorry. Me out, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Mad Max 2. I could 2. be Mad a Max hero. <laughs> we talked about it briefly last time, but I think the thing that separates it from the first Mad Max movie is that it took it into that post-apocalyptic yeah. thing and, and yep. all of the the look of it the, the feel of it all of the design elements of it um, changed to suit that and it became so much more distinctive as a result yeah so all the vehicles have got these little quirky things done to them and they most of them were Australian cars yeah from that era as well so it's Tiranas and stuff like yeah, that it yeah it just looked great because it was yeah it was Australian vehicles made into these really awesome like desert vehicles um they got the big the big truck the big rig, the big oh, the rig big that's all set oh, up awesome. to sort of defend itself as it gets out of yeah. the uh the, the, the refinery um, but like even the, the people inside the refinery, you know, the good guys, wear a lot of cricket gear. Oh yeah, which that's is right. of course yeah, such a, an Australian sport. Yeah, the pads and stuff yeah, like so, that. Like, yeah, there's yeah. so many little references and and everything, and it's just awesome to look at and yeah. appreciate all over again. And the little feral kid too. The feral kid, with, and, and he has the he <laughs> has a boomerang, a boomerang with yeah. a blade on yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you've got Vernon Wells, who was Wes, yeah. which is that psycho. Who yeah. rides a motorbike with the golden youth on the back? Oh yeah, yeah. He, was, yeah. he was in Commando as That's well. That's a bit. He was. B D. Yep. Now was it B S and no? What's B D S M? B D S M. Yeah. It is a little bit, it, it but is, it doesn't yeah. say anything. No, he's just got him on a chain. Never. Yeah, nothing back. ever happens. And he's wearing chapless pants and stuff, isn't he? Yeah. Chapless pants with like a tail on it. Yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's what I wear to work, so but, why? But it makes it so distinctive. <laughs> you ride those bikes to So they never said anything explicitly. Yeah. They've just got it there. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's what you I say. reckon if they were to make it now, they would reference it. You know, that's the difference, I reckon. Back that's then, right. I think they were probably still They're a just, little bit careful just to make the cut. You know? They just put it in there. I think that's yeah. brilliant. But, um, but, yeah, also the fact that Max is still wounded, like, from his original... 
uh, injury. Oh, yeah, he's got the brace on. Because he? he hasn't been able to get proper medical help. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got the brace. He's got the torn um, uniform. Yeah. From getting run over, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the moment, methodically yeah. run. Yeah, so he's still sort of suffering from the same injuries. He's pretty ragged, yeah. And, uh, you know, everything's gone to shit in the world. And, and they're just basically running the highways... Fighting each other for fuel. For gasoline. Yeah, and uh, I just think it's a really great vision of the future. Yeah. No wonder it caught on and became a really popular genre, because I think it was the source of it. And still very watchable today, I'd say. I know we've got uh, Fury Road, which which was phenomenally oh, good. It's, it's a great uh, update of the whole thing. But yeah, but the Road Warrior, it was, yeah, it was good. You can't really, it can't be surpassed in terms of its Australian feel. Yeah. The atmosphere, and it's just, it's design. It was a... Uh, yeah, it was like lo-fi, but it looked awesome. Would you say uh, that was one of the first um, action-type movies to put us on the map, as far as Australian movie makers? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Other than uh, Houseboat of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think so. I think so, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I think Mel Gibson, you know, his star was definitely on the rise at that point, but I think that, that one really solidified it as... Like, he's a man of few words, Yeah. but kind of holds the screen yeah you just you'll want to watch what he's what he's up to even though max is never really a big part like he's just part of the landscape with the mad max yes yeah. stuff just happens around him and he's just in there well like like with fury road it's like a, it's like a journey movie like you're yeah. just watching him going from a to b as part of his journey you know yeah. and then there's people around him yeah you know, he helps them out he drives a truck and stuff like that he makes know? decisions as he goes yeah um but it's definitely a favorite i mean i can't even you know, it's, uh, you could talk about that one for hours. Like you could actually, aliens, yeah. and, and then of course, yeah, and Predator, which is I think probably mutually one of the, the great movies of the eighties as well. Oh yeah, Predator is amazing. Do you want to talk about that? Or no, no, I'll wait, wait because it's uh, it's your turn and Glenn's turn. So yep, I'm, I'm another one that we've got to discuss. Glennis. Well, I'm going to go back to my favourite genre, and that would be horror. Yep. And I'm going to go with the Nightmare on Elm Street three. Why three? I saw you. Why well, three? Well, yeah. because. Um, well, I do. I do love the original. Great choice, but yeah, yeah. Well, I think yours, I yeah. think out of I think out of the um, out of all the sequels, it was the, definitely the best one. Okay, yeah. Um, and I was, again, I was quite young when I saw that. I may have been in grade five. Now remind me, friend's house. Is that the one at the hospital? Yes. When they got the yeah. the veins. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. That's a that's great what, scene. That's what I mean. It's like it's got inventive kills in it. Yeah, and um, yeah. and it was just it was just cool. The whole the whole um Dream Warriors thing where they would um they would have their own powers against Freddy that's in their right. in their, yeah, in their yeah, own yeah, dreams, yeah. and it had boobs in it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always a nice. Plus. So, um, yeah, no, I just out of the sequels, it's probably one of my favourites. And, again, it's one that I've kept watching throughout the years, along with the originals as well. Like, well what's, what's probably your least favourite from the series? Oh, fucking Elm number Street. six. Okay. Oh, okay. God, that's terrible. <laughs> Is that the 3D one? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, where they kill him yeah, at the yeah. end. I didn't like yeah, that one. Oh, as, as it got on, it obviously got worse. Yeah. But, um, yeah, number six just There's a new actor playing Freddy now, isn't there? Oh, he's just done it for one, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, no, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, great movie, um, one of my favourites. I remember always, because um, I watched that fairly young, I reckon I was probably maybe 12 when I started watching those movies. Yeah. And I remember 
the scariest part about it wasn't the kills it was the fact that it gets you in your sleep yeah I remember because yeah. they didn't want to go to sleep remember they got yeah. to a point where they were just sweating and doing everything they could Trying to stay, stay awake yeah. but of course inevitably you've got to sleep at some time yeah so that for me as a kid watching it you know I was thinking fuck I don't want to go to there's sleep a, well that's <laughs> the thing there's no way you can escape no that's yeah exactly so. and, and I can see why there are so many sequels because that idea you can just keep you going can, with it as yeah. long as you're inventive with the way that the deaths happen yeah and the characters that are experiencing it really yeah so you can, can just keep on going and going are you are you really familiar with the series Glenn yes so can you talk us through because I'm a bit uh, it's been a long time since I've watched any of them I'm mm-hmm. a bit grey a bit vague <laughs> on, on what uh, happens in each one no 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 <laughs> on on who is Freddy like wasn't he like a, a well, just a nutcase who lived on the street yeah, or something well, he, when, he, when he was alive I mean yeah well it's, it's sort of it sort of changes throughout the like series of what he actually like some some in some of them he was a child just a child murderer yeah, yeah. some uh, of them okay. yeah he, I think basically he was just a child murderer because he had that furnace and stuff didn't yeah, he yeah yeah so he would just kidnap the, the local neighbourhood children murder them yeah and then eventually the parents. Well, he he got he did get caught. Yeah. But for some funny reason. So was it the kids that grew up and that busted him, and then he went after their kids or something? No, was no, it? no. It was the parents. Oh. The parents that killed him. Oh, okay. His kids. Right. Yeah, okay, which okay, which okay, is a okay. bit sketchy yep. because I mean it's gone on for so long. Obviously yeah. those those kids would have grown up quickly and and sort of would have been out of the picture by then. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, so he he went after the he went after the kids of the of the parents who, yeah. who set him on fire okay. and killed him. So and Johnny Depp was in the first one, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. In, that was his, actually his first movie. Was he the one that was thrown up onto the ceiling and like no, no, scraped no, no, around? No, that was the chick. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. he was the one who got dragged into the bed and the blood, the, the actual pool of blood got sprayed all over the roof. What was the one with the water bed? That was That good. was number four. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I remember that yeah. scene. Where, when where he, he got, so got dragged into yeah, the bed. Yeah, he got dragged yeah. down into the water. Yeah, they've all, I think they've all got their inventive kills. Um... And I guess, and I guess, in the end, that's what you sort of started watching them for. Yeah. Was the dream sequences and how crazy they and were. And yeah, and like you said before, how inventive the kills were going to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever slept on a waterbed out of interest? No. It's yes. pretty weird. Yeah. It, I have. It's not because you know. I reckon how... I'd wet myself. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I feel it or hear it, I'd be like, oh, in my sleep, and then I'd piss myself. What I found was because uh, I think I slept on my sisters a few times without her in. There. You slept on your sisters. <laughs> Were they okay with that? No, they, they were a bit disturbed. They were sort of tied up in the corner oh. watching. <laughs> you said you were sleeping on them. So yeah. I was just, yeah. Um, but no, what I what I found uncomfortable was, uh, it was all right, you go lay on your back and you fall asleep and it's fine. But then, you know when you move in the night and you might roll on your side? Yeah. Well, when that happens, you suddenly, you like, know, where the fuck am I? And you're rolling around oh. and you think you're in the ocean somewhere and then you realise, oh, yeah, I'm in a waterbed. Oh. And then you go back to sleep. But then, you, uh, uh, you know, inevitably you're going to move again. And then every time you move, you're like rocking around and swaying to and fro. And you're like, fuck, I'm just going to lay on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, wor- the worst thing is when you've got to get up quickly. So you, oh, you're, yeah. you're lying down and you've got to go, oh, fuck it. And you're just like all yeah. over the joint. And trying to swing your legs over to get out is yeah. almost impossible. It's too many risks. It yeah. Yeah, horrendous. Yeah, I know. It's horrendous. too much hard work, isn't you're it? You're either going to piss yourself, get seasick, yeah. drown. Yeah. Yeah. Or have sex with your sister. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Get, or get dragged into it by Freddy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's always the last possible thing. Look, uh, speaking of... <laughs> No, I've got no segues. <laughs> uh, um, Throw it out there then. 
So this is one I haven't seen, all right? right. But it was rated pretty, but pretty poorly on the old IMDb. Okay. Um, 1987, you had the Zero Boys. Have you heard of the Zero Boys, boys? No, I have. Okay, well, basically what you've got... Now, okay, I'll just explain it. A group of mates go for a paintball weekend, but get hunted down and killed. It sounds like you'd like that. Uh, Well, yeah. Did you write this one? I kind of... Now I've watched the... I watched the preview on YouTube as well, actually. And now I've seen the preview, I'm kind of intrigued to watch it. I don't think I'm going to love it, but it kind of looked okay-ish. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't look so bad that it was just going to be terrible, you know, and not just lose the will to live. Yeah. It kind of looked like, oh, maybe. The action was kind of up there with probably, not even up there, down there with, uh, what would you say? Oh, I can't even think of any now. Maybe, like, Police Academy kind of action. Right, okay. So, like, the shooting, the guns were very much like, like, cap guns. Rather than oh maybe like a Chuck Norris kind of POW escape type movie okay. that kind of vibe yep. you know what I mean um, yeah so there's no big actors in it very cheesy soundtrack you were talking about synthesizers earlier yeah um, it's pretty much all synthesizers all um, just one synth- guy with on the synthesizer playing it um, so is but I reckon I would have thoroughly enjoyed it as a kid is there a reason why do you get this reason why in the preview these guys are getting hunted down. It didn't really say. The preview went for like three and a half minutes and it, it had that typical like 80s yeah, yeah. you know the Zero Boys are going on a weekend survival game and then you know and then <laughs> they get hunted down and all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't actually explain what it is or who it is or anything like that. You yeah, do okay. see a silhouette of a man standing over a knife at one point and then they show a guy getting electrocuted in a swamp for about 30 seconds. Right. Um, yeah. That was their big preview. effects budget. I think <laughs> so. They blew the budget, yeah. So if you're, you know, bored out of your minds one night and you feel like watching some kind of shitty action 80s movie, then give this go. Or I you mean, really sold it. If somebody <laughs> has seen it. And yeah, right into like us. To, yeah, would like to recommend So the Zero it. Boys. The Zero called. Boys. Because they're, you know, they're really cool dudes that hang out with each other and go on paintballing weekends and blah, blah, blah. Almost and it, sounds like what we were like in Bali. Well, I mean, it was. The zero Boys. But, um, yeah, and we've got zero action. <laughs> <laughs> Except from um, I've got one more to go, but then we're on to Warren. So you want to go Predator? You want to yeah, go big? I think yeah. I have to. Go big or go home? I have then. to, yeah. Yeah, I've probably only got this one and another one and then I'll... Oh, shut the hell up. Yeah, well, no, because we've got other things to do. Post-Epoch. But, yeah, Predator. Uh, John McTernan, who also directed a movie that was probably coming up, I'm assuming. Yep. Uh, And people might be familiar with that name. But Arnie, of course. It's an Arnie vehicle. Uh, It's got Jesse Ventura in it. It's got... Oh, who's the... Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, thank you. Bill Duke. Bill Duke. Yes. You were talking about him in your last podcast. Sonny right? Langham. Is yeah. that his name? Yeah. Landham. The, the Landham. Indian chief yeah. guy. Yep. And Sonny, uh, Shane Black. Shane Black. Shane yes. Black. Uh, yeah, group of... Uh, and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> the little guy. Yeah, the, the Hispanic fellow. The oh, one yeah. who speaks Hispanic. Who was actually... <laughs> he was actually the only one who experienced real war in the Vietnam War. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. was a, a vet, wasn't he? He was. Uh, so... They get sent in, uh, on a mission into Colombia to retrieve who they think is a, a, a diplomat um, who's been kidnapped by by rebels in the jungles. Uh, it turns out, of course, that they've been sent there under false pretenses to try and grab 
this diplomat again because another team had already gone in and disappeared. Or so they thought. Uh, and of course, disappeared. They were skinned alive. They were skinned alive. <laughs> uh, but it's a great '80s muscle-bound, oh, funny, oh, yeah. testosterone-fueled kind of action fest. But the great thing—if you love sweaty, muscly guys, this is the movie for you. <laughs> Go for it. Um, but but they're the, pulling the tree down. Oh yeah! <laughs> My hand goes straight into my pants in that scene. <laughs> it's, it's still one of those moments you remember, though, because it is so distinctive of that era. It just oozes yeah. masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does. But, Only real man can do this. But uh, I think the creature design and the whole idea of the Predator is the yeah. thing that really sells it and makes it such a classic. Because, yeah. yes, it's this kind of pompous 80s actioner, but... It's got this awesome sci-fi idea with the alien. And the alien design is It's It's awesome. a phenomenal it's so idea. Cool. It's so the, they had all sorts of other theories prior. They yeah. had Van Damme uh, originally doing the part. Too but small. It didn't really, yeah, it didn't really work for what they wanted to achieve. So they changed it up. They got a, a very tall fella to be Basketball the predator. Player. Yeah. Yeah, they redesigned it. Thank you, mate, yet for remembering yeah. that because I completely forgot. He was the pilot at the end. Yeah, yes, a little yes, cameo. Um, and, yeah, Stan Winston did the creature design. And James Cameron, again, had been on a flight with him and said, oh, I think this one should have dreadlocks on mandibles. Mandibles. I think he, he's yeah. the one that said have mandibles. Yeah. And so Stan Winston drew it, and they got the, the first sketches and ideas behind the what turned out to be the Predator, the and infamous how cool, Predator like design. When he's got his helmet on, he's, he's badass. But when he's he takes badass. the helmet off at the end... And you're like, yeah! <laughs> it's brilliant. It's, yeah, it's, but it's so a, good. It's like Aliens. There's so many quotable sections in it. Uh, you remember all the different parts, you know, through the movie. Um, it, it really goes somewhere different yeah. where when it becomes Arnie versus the Predator Yeah, later on. Um, it's once a, he's fallen down the waterfall and he's covered in mud and he realises that, that one weakness. It becomes a, a, a game of survival, uh, a movie of survival, really, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it sort of transcends what it started off as, which was a bit of a corny, yeah. cheeseball kind of action movie and becomes a real a real thriller. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he makes his own bow with the arrows. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the camouflage and the explosives by taking apart... And I like that, like 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 um, uh, like we were saying with aliens, how you've got this team who get wiped out basically. Yeah. Same with Predator, you get wiped out, and then Arnie's back to basics. He's back to his bare essential kind yeah. of survival skills to try yeah. and beat this motherfucker. Major Dutch Schaefer. Yeah, yeah. it's just oh, it's so good. Like yeah. I love all the guns and all the action, and I love that they have that. That, that action scene in the middle of it when they when they attack their little compound. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had to have that. It's they had to show off the guns and the yep. grenade launchers and stuff the like that. The bit I love is where Arnie just has to lift up the back oh, of the of truck. Yeah, yeah. How else with, would you With do an it? explosive pack on it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, well, what are you doing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I like it when they shoot the, the pilot of the helicopter. And he's... Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Ah, so many good scenes. Yeah. You can't go past the start of it, though. When, um... Arnie oh, and Abby and Carl see each other. Son of a bitch! Oh, yeah, yeah. You boys should do many bands. Take it easy on yourself, bitch. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, old oh, buddy. Classic bit. Yeah. Uh, you got time to duck? <laughs> Stick around. There's so many quotable bits. Oh, um, yeah, a bunch of slap-jawed faggots around here. <laughs> yeah, which is actually... Uh, I, list, I was listening to an episode of uh, Straight to Series, which, which featured... Um, 
uh, predator. And they were talking about how, it, you know, back in those days, you could say the F word, yep. what you just said. Yeah. But now, it's like, you shouldn't really say it. No. But it's all right, I've said it on the podcast, and you've said it on the podcast. <laughs> we don't mean it. things on the well, podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just because you say it doesn't mean we, you know, we're, we're not wholeheartedly behind I'm yeah. just quoting Jesse Ventura. Glenn has his finger inside <laughs> me now, so we're far from homophobic. <laughs> Definitely not homophobic. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, the, great it's, movie, an, great it's an amazing movie, movie. and also uh, as we were discussing um, briefly, I think scores, um, you know, musical oh, scores. Yeah. Alan Silvestri does the score for Predator, and that's another one where there is actually an element of an '80s sort of synthy. Oh yeah, but just behind that sound. Yeah, but it's done in such a great way that it's become one of the all-time, you know, favorites and most distinctive. Of the scores as well, and yeah, jungle that we've imitated me. That that's exactly the same. It's very cool. Very very cool. Great movie. But yeah, that's that's a fantastic movie. So yeah, on to fuck it. I'm gonna watch it tonight, guys. It's a great movie. I'm gonna fucking watch it tonight. You watch it tonight. I swear to God. You'll okay. get home and you'll put it on. I'm going to fucking put, I'm gonna sort know, this fucking shit out. We did and I'm gonna not watch, believe you. I'm going to fucking watch Predator tonight, guys. <laughs> Good on you, I'm going to do it. Take, Have a couple take, more whiskeys. Take, take a snapshot of you watching it. Like, do a selfie. With you <laughs> Just my silhouette. Yeah, with yeah. the Predator behind me. Yeah. And fuck you. All right, Glenn, we're straight into you now, buddy. I'm actually going for another classic action 80s flick. Directed by who? Directed by John McTiernan. 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 Yeah, I say McTiernan. Uh, yeah, oh, I say McTiernan. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, we'll have to ask him how he pronounces yeah. his name. But is he still alive? Fucking why not? Yeah. What's he yeah. fucking doing? He oh. is. He's not doing much. I Lazy. Think a little bit fuck. of prison time he had to do for for something. To really? Do with tax, tax yeah. evasion or something, something like that? Uh, okay. Tax, tax evasion. Now that this one is starring Bruce Willis. Yep. Die Hard. Oh Die yeah. Hard. One blind, of the best. Blind date. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, seen no. that too. Yeah. Die Hard's amazing. It go, is amazing. Go, go. Um, it's about a New York New York cop who goes to visit his wife in Los Angeles. Yep. And he comes across a terrorist attack in a building and he has to save everybody. The Nakatomi building. That's right. Nakatomi yep. Plaza. The, the, and who else could play that role other than Bruce Willis? I think they were looking at Arnold Schwarzenegger because it was going to well, be I think they were looking Commando at 2, yeah. wasn't it? I think they were something? looking at everyone. Everybody from Buddy Patrick Swayze to Tom Berenger. Yeah, I think he was down the list a bit. To, um, Bruce Tom, Willis Tom was... Selleck. Yeah, Bru- oh, really? Tom, Tom Selleck? Yeah. Wow, yeah, they were a whole different machine. But... Um, Bruce Willis was pretty much he was kind of just starting out. He'd been in Moonlighting, the TV yeah, show, was it or yeah, something? Yeah, in a couple of a couple of small roles in movies and yeah. all that sort of stuff at the time. Yeah, but they def- definitely took a bit of a gamble with him. And that fucking made him, didn't it? But put, I guess that's what that's, yeah, way. that's yeah. what the great thing about it is is that he's just an ordinary guy. He's not muscle bound. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know martial arts. Yeah. He's just a guy. He's an everyman. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yep. Exactly right. He's, and I love... He's cracking. I love that he gets the shit beaten out of him. Like, he's covered he in blood. Shot. Yeah, but he... And, and it, it, like, I'm not saying we could do it. But you <laughs> sort of watch it and but go, I think fuck. That's the idea. If he's got a chance, yeah. we'd have a fucking yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the glass in the feet yeah. and all that sort of shit. He's just relentless. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. yeah. He's an everyman. He gets hurt. He, he gets, you know, beaten up and pulverized. And, he, and he he's gets, unstoppable. He, but and he, he gets keeps emotional. Going. He gets emotional yeah. too when yeah. he's talking about his wife and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And 
Yeah, it's, it's just a fantastic I movie. guess that makes, it's a real contrast to the Arnie type yeah, action yeah. character, it bro- isn't it? it? almost broke the mould, didn't it? Yep. You know, she's heard me say I love you a million times, but she never heard me say I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a classic. I feel, like, I feel like crying now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you sold that so well, mate. So beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, and I just, yeah, re- remember watching that when I was a kid, just so amazed and how cool it was yeah, yeah. I did I loved that the first time I watched oh, that oh yeah. yeah yeah. that it's was one of those watchable. movie nights with the parents as well but yeah. it was just such a great movie I remember it so I well I watched that at least once a year I'd say that and Predator I actually watched Die Hard uh, on most Christmas Eves oh do you yeah it's because a Christmas it's, Eve it's movie it's Christmas Eve isn't it based on yep. Christmas Eve that's right yeah and I don't know I wrap presents to uh, Die Hard oh that's cool it just, just <laughs> kind of works for me where the kid's crying in the corner <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shut up I'm ready <laughs> Yippee, motherfuckers! <laughs> um, no, <laughs> it's when it's in the deep darkness of the night when I'm wrapping presents by myself. You wearing a white singlet and have a beretta down your pants? I always have a beretta <laughs> down my pants, and I, I cut my feet a little bit just to get the feeling. Actually, yeah. put, put glass. In yeah, there. just yeah. smash the glass all over the kitchen floor. Yeah, stay in the kitchen, kids. Daddy's doing his thing. <laughs> yeah. Christmas Eve. Yep. That's that's it. That's I try to do that. Um, but yeah, that's no, an amazing movie. What, remember, what, remember you, what was the highlight of it? Like, Egon. Remember Egon? Ooh, the highlights. Yeah. What's a moment you're just like, oh yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's got to be the bit where he jumps. He jumps off that. He had ties the ties the, the fire fiery, around us, yeah, yeah. and just in time, he's just about to get shot by the FBI agent. Yeah, yeah. Who's hovering hovering above in the helicopter? Oh yeah, yeah. It explodes as he jumps. As he jumps, yeah. And this is fucking magnificent. That's cool. Fucking I love it. I love it when he's hanging off the side of the building uh, yeah. with the with the fire hose, and he's trying to kick it, and then he swings back and shoots it, boof, 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 and then and blasts. It oh out. man, yeah. it's fucking and then, epic. And then almost gets dragged out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Would it be? Right, uh, am I right in thinking the FBI agents are Johnson and, and Johnson? Johnson? Yeah. And then I love that bit where they're flying around, and then he's like. <laughs> Just like fucking Saigon. Yeah. And he's like, I was in junior high, dickhead. <laughs> That's a great quote as well. Agent <laughs> Johnson, Agent Johnson, no relation. <laughs> That's such a mockery of, black uh, of one's the one's uh, federal one's agents. Yeah, it's got so many quotable. Oh, it does, yeah. Yeah. Was the one who got buff fucked on national TV, Dwayne? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that. who's that guy, the, um, the co-worker of his wife? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that Mike. Mike. Oh no, 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 no. The character's um, Mike. Nah, he's what's his name? Elliot. Is no. it Elliot? No. It's um, Elliot. He says his name quite a few times. Yeah. It's Elliot, surely. No, it's not Elliot. Elliot. It's not Elliot. It's something it's, like um, that. And he does his big sell when he's trying to talk them around. Yeah. Oh. I can give him to you. <laughs> I can give him to you. Is it Elliot? Alice? I'm Ellis, your, Ellis, Ellis, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think it's I'm Ellis. your white knight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did that guy do anything else? That... Who knows? He looks like he should have been in Crocodile Dundee two or something. <laughs> he looks like Ricky, yeah. the real estate agent from last. He week. could be a bit he like a really Ricky. slimy, <laughs> razzle and dazzle. But he's uh, a good character in. Die he's Hard. a great like, character. He played it well. It's great to have that slimy, slimy bastard. Yeah, alongside. He, he turn, he, he, yeah, yeah, what he is this? Ellis? Ellis? It's not Ellis. Is it? Even the uh, when um, yeah, when Bruce Willis gets off the plane and he that that uh, blonde yeah, bimbo yeah. comes running and he thinks it's for him. <laughs> and what does he say? Fucking California or something. Yeah, or he's um yeah he goes fists with your toes. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Alright, done with Die Hard? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, There's so keep, much keep, to talk keep, about. Keep, okay, you look him up and I'll go on, into my next movie, which uh, is actually a porn movie. Right. I've never seen it, but I thought I'll throw one into the mix there. Okay. It's called Bad Bitch, 1989. Okay. And uh, it's basically uh, satirical off, uh, what do you call it, Batman. Oh, right. Yeah. And <laughs> the synopsis for Bad Bitch, 1989. The only... Only the most beautiful bat bitch can prevent an American senator from betraying his country, from betraying his country, for the appeal of a sexy Russian spy. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it stars Randy Spears, um, which is a great name for a. Uh, what would your name be if you were a porn star? Cool <laughs> name, buddy. But that's yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, that's that's right. more his trade, though. You're more of a blacksmith. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and I'm a warehouse attendant. So uh, anyway, so moving right along. Yeah, Randy. Uh, so you'd be. You don't know what you'd be, Rambo. I'd Wayne. probably go with Glenn. What would you Wayne. be? You'd be <laughs> die hard, fuck hard. Uh, yeah, it stars Randy Spears, um, who became a druggie and is now a born again Christian. And that's oh, all right. I've got. That's all I've got with the porn movie. Okay. Is I it just like throw it in there? Is it meant to be a parody of something? Because yeah, it's a parody of Batman. Oh, okay. so it's bad bitch, but it's bad yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I just want to mention a few honourable mentions. Um, actually, uh, one of my clients, Jack. Jack I never know how to. Say, I just call it Jackie, but it's Jacqueline or Jack. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Yeah, Jacqueline. Yep. We'll go with that, Jacqueline. Okay. She <laughs> wanted to mention because uh, I told her about what we were doing tonight. Oh right. Yeah. And she said, "Well, you should mention the fly with Jeff Goldblum." Yes. Because oh, it's the fly on the wall podcast. Yeah. Yes. Um, I only I did see that movie, but I was quite young and I can't really remember it. I always get it. I always get it confused with the reanimator for some reason. Uh, yeah, well, I've only seen it the once. Yeah, but I recall it being pretty cool. You guys have only seen it once. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. certain. Is yeah. it good? It's great. Yeah. Okay, I'll have yeah, to watch yeah, it again. It's awesome. Was it's that awesome. his first big it's movie? Da- was it? David David Cronenberg. Yeah. Cronenberg. Yeah. Is that? Uh, he uh, history of violence. Um, oh, okay. What directed it? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, scanners. He's, he's made oh, okay. Scanners is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember the movie Flatliners? Yeah, yeah. Ethan Sutherland, that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she also said we should mention The Hunger, which is a vampire movie star- starring David Bowie. Yeah. You guys David heard of that? David Bowie, no. I- I've heard of he it. He was in a few. He was, he was in, um, well, it was obviously in Labyrinth, which is a brilliant 80s that movie. A great 80s movie. Um, as is The Dark Crystal. Yeah, for me, it's not up there as much as The Labyrinth, though. Isn't it? Uh, nah. uh, Dark Crystal for me. I yeah. like Dark Crystal. Yeah, it was darker. Yeah. You guys are kind of Labyrinth had idiots. a bit more fun about it. Yeah. Musicals. It was definitely more fun and it was it sort of had a maybe I don't know, but that Dark Crystal is dark. It's the power of the pig. As far as a as a puppet movie goes, yeah. it's actually quite a dark movie. And it, yeah, it's quite scary too. Like with the, the Skeksis and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. They're creepy. Chamberlain! Yeah. I'm still Emperor! <laughs> but the, um, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, no, so that was it. Uh, I haven't seen uh, The Hunger. Um, apparently it's quite a camp-type movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's quite over the top. <laughs> yeah, but so I don't know if I will watch that one. No, I'll well, give it, I'll give it a crack. It, it could be something to look up at least. I do yeah, like just, David yeah, Bowie, so you've got to uh, watch. You've got to watch the fly again, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Have watch you got the, the fly? fly? Yes. I might have to fucking borrow that one. Down here. Ambulance. Ambulance. Code one. Code one. Is that what that means? Lights and sirens is code one. Yep. Okay. Means uh, someone's We're probably not breathing. Oh. Good luck. All right, Good luck, Warren. Boys. We're straight up you again. 
Okay, so I think this is probably my last one before we yeah, probably those, move those on to. Yeah, those were my last. I thought I wanted to end with born to our our post-apocalyptic <laughs> saga. Yeah. Uh, back to the Future. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 1985. Actually, my nice. oldest daughter wondered if we were going to do that. Yeah. Well, uh, one is. I remember when I watched it. We were at a motel with my family. We were on a holiday. I think we were sort of en route between one place and another place, and we just stayed one night there. And uh, I just remember it so distinctly because it was just such a great movie. Yeah. And I can watch it now and appreciate it in the same way that I did. Yeah. Like, it's just got so many little details. It's so well written. It's so well... The screenplay just works so beautifully. And the kind of, I guess, you say the chemistry between Doc and uh, Marty McFly. Yeah. It's just... It works. Even though you could say, oh, that seems a bit odd. But it works perfectly the dynamic and, and the idea behind it so I, I know some of the original ideas that they had in terms of trying to work out how they were going to uh, like what sort of time machine it was going to be and then how they were going to bring it back to 1985 okay um, and it ended up being that they it was it, it was like a, an object before it was like a fridge or a oh, bath okay. or something really boring <laughs> glad with, I'm glad they went with the so DeLorean so the DeLorean <laughs> and you think wow what, a, what a, an icon of the Okay. Because that's just as iconic as... Yeah, he took too long to go across to he get... He did, he was like thinking about it. That's just, as, I, that's just as iconic as the Interceptor. Exactly. So... The Night yeah. Raider. Whoever eventually just went with the uh, DeLorean yeah. was a friggin' genius. And because the DeLorean isn't known for much else. You know, the car itself would be forgotten if yeah. it wasn't for Back to the Future. There any, a, wasn't there only a small run of those cars? Like 180 Very, or very, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it was maybe more than that. Okay. But yeah, it was it was a failed yeah. venture, really. Right. But that's the great thing. Yeah. It becomes something <laughs> yeah. more. It just because becomes of the, the back movie. to the future car. But then also the, the whole uh, story hook around the lightning strike yeah. on the clock tower. This was all after. This is all later in the piece, after yep. the screenplay was already started, coming up with some of those key elements. And it keeps the story focused in on the town of Hill Valley. Yeah. It keeps it focused on the same group of people, you know, the family members. And yeah, it's cool. Marty you and just see them aged. Yeah, and, yeah, it, and it just works perfectly. Yeah. It works really well without really... it having to be over the top in, you know, locations and other things. I think at a time where um, okay. there were a lot, like we've been talking about, there were a lot of action movies and that kind of stuff. Um, place. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's been like this for ages. It's annoying. But there were, uh, yeah, at a time in, or in an era when there were a lot of action movies, a lot of drama movies as well. Yeah. Um, dramatic movies. Um, I think it was a really unique story to yeah. sort of come out with that. With, that was a family movie, but it had some sort of little uh, edgier type it jokes. It was a little edge, but it also edge, had lots yeah. of fun there for the kids and stuff too. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think it was a really well-rounded type movie that that everyone can enjoy. Well, I, I would agree on. because they actually say, this is crazy. Um, you know, holy shit and, you know, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, which, yeah, would have been a little risky at the time. Yeah. And I definitely remember it fondly for, for being a little bit more, you know, cheeky in that way. And, no and then even just the fact that he goes back and his mum has the hots for him. Oh, yeah. Could it's be, a little bit creepy. I think, I think because... They, they played the part so well. Yeah. It doesn't make it creepy. Yeah. Because he's really creeped out. Michael J. Fox. You know, he plays the character well. He's freaking out that his mum likes him. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't want to offend or hurt her. But at the same time, he needs to keep 
trying to fix the situation that he's caused. So yeah. it's just some great simple ideas that make it such a really um, awesome picture. And then the sequels are great too. Like I love the whole the whole series of movies. Oh, okay. Do you reckon yeah. that's one they'll redo? You know how I, they're I, sort of redoing I stuff? I really hope re- not. Yeah. Stuff? I think yeah. if they decided to redo it, I'd or, be or, really upset or about it. Or do another one, like a, a you know, number I, four. Again, I really hope not. Yeah, I okay. think it would be a bad idea. Just Sometimes be- you've got to know when it's done, it's done. Yeah. And let people remember it and enjoy it for what it is, which that's is right. a classic. Just for the, uh, the viewers at home, um, you may remember Keith who joined us in Bali on episode 10 and episode 5 as well all the way back when um, he looks a lot like Michael J. Fox Yeah. think of the love child of Michael J. Fox and Simon Pegg and bingo you've got Keith you've got Keith <laughs> yeah that's, that's dead accurate that is <laughs> uh, alright so that was your last one it was my last one good man Glenn you got any more yeah, for us no, sunshine I've, I've ended on a high one ok yep I'm done as well so guess what time it is I'm just going to play them. This is a new theme that we've got. Um, I've been working day and night for the last six months on this. uh, Or the last few hours. Um, So, yeah, listen to this, guys. It's a new theme for a new direction. This is an emergency warning. The current threat level is emergency, meaning that an emergency is in progress that will affect you and you should take action now to ensure your survival. A biohazard outbreak is in progress. This has resulted in an airborne plague causing victims to be transformed into zombies. And we're told that most of the injuries are bites, not gunshot or stab wounds as we were led to believe earlier. We've got to be as quiet as we fucking can. If they see us, hear us, smell us, we're fucked. And we're back. So that was the long version of the uh, new post-apoc. Uh, theme next week there will be a shortened one that went for like a minute 45 <laughs> I got a bit carried away um, but yeah the next week will be a bit short shorter and sharper um, okay so we're up to chapter 8 of the post-apocalyptic saga Chugging um, along. Warren do you want to give us the rundown of what's been happening in the last seven chapters <laughs> <laughs> well get a ready quick, for a, a minute quick, uh, yeah, a quick yeah. a quick run through well, as you might recall, we have had what we thought was an Ebola uh, virus breakout in Australia at this point, if not the world, and we've seen it around us, Luke and I travelling around all the time. We've decided to get out of the city areas and take our family and friends, uh, firstly to collect some weapons from uh, the, the other side of the city and then head up into the high country around Bright. We first started off with a corral of our vehicles trying to work out what to do next but sort of keeping out of the way of potentially other people Um, we had a few encounters with a family and another group of individuals Um, then we've sort of found a property oh hang on sorry we thought we thought one of our friends one of the main characters keith was infected so we we quarantined him for a while but then he seemed like he was okay but now he's got a bit of a mutation of the arm yeah with a quick rock paper scissors we decided he didn't <laughs> die um, and he fought on but he does have a yeah a mutation of his arm and yeah we're now in a, a, a property that we have sort of acquisitioned and secured um, fortified somewhat and mean 
being able to grow some crops, get fresh water, and have, you know, uh, some scavenging parties, scouting parties, find some stuff. Uh, we had an encounter with a group. No, I just mentioned Glenn. Sorry? What happened with Glenn? Okay, went off the rails, remember? Yeah, yeah, go. So Glenn went off the he rails. He, he sort of went to the dark side and was just... Uh, getting drunk all the time and all that kind of stuff, but then, uh, but then something happened. Yeah, <laughs> we did lock him up, but we yes, the, yeah. <laughs> but like we do with everything, we're we lock, we lock our friends up. We lock them up. It's first sign of any kind of drama. <laughs> lock them up. Put them away. Put them in the Corfu tunnel. Um, then the the group that we'd encountered earlier, which we have now called the Butcher's Brood, has come back and demanded some of our women folk. For their satisfaction. I like how you call them women folk. <laughs> we, of course, refused. Uh, and with some aggression. How dare thee. How dare thee. We wounded the butcher. Yeah. And, Shot uh, him in his thigh. Yeah, without any kind of... Without too much namby-pambying about. We shot him. Uh, they had to retreat. Um, and then they've done a an early morning uh, raid. And taken... Sneaky bastards. Glenn's wife, Pappy back to their barn hovel and uh, with, with all sorts of uh, with all sorts of unpleasant ideas uh, we've, we've informed Glenn we've informed Glenn of the potential uh, issue he has gone into a mighty rage a frenzy and, uh, and taken one of the ATVs and just torn off towards torn off meaning rode off towards the the place followed them basically and we have uh, followed in hot pursuit his group of friends. So we have Keith with his mutation. We have Luke who likes to carry weapons, and we have me. A lot, a lot of weapons. <laughs> and we have me. We have the brains the... of the operation, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've just all sort of instinctively followed him because we we know that it's not going to turn out very well if he's by himself. So we've then done a very spontaneous raid on this barn uh, establishment. They've. Uh, released what appears to be something similar to Keith but in further stages of this yeah, mutation all over yeah and mutated head of, arms legs cock everything <laughs> we didn't check everything we're just assuming has gone into full rage mode and they've released this thing in the barn which we'd attacked with Molotov cocktails and the group that was uh, which was there it did catch them by surprise so a whole bunch of them taken off into the night uh, but the party that we were attacking with also uh, shed some numbers because they didn't feel comfortable with the whole thing. It was all a bit too spur of the moment, unplanned, etc. And we've been left in a situation where we've we've rescued Pappy. So we've, we've rescued got her, Pappy, but we've got some. We've sustained some injuries. I have. I have a meat cleaver through my arm. Yeah. Uh, Is it still stuck in there? Because that picture you put on Instagram. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's stuck, cool it's that stuck you've taken off with it yeah. in your arm. Yeah, it's stuck across. I it's like that. Stuck in the arm. So is it a good? Would you say two thirds through? Two thirds. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, basically right. through. Wow. So I've just sort of wrapped it up and just left it there. Cause yeah, it's coming off. The hand's yeah. coming off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. No I'm two pretty, ways about pretty it. confident about that. <laughs> uh, and is it your right hand? Uh, yes, it was. Good, because yes. you're left-handed, so that, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's, good. So that's what the picture said, so it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keith fought this mutated monster oh, with yeah. trying to favour his his mutated arm. He's tough and as He's nails. got pretty pretty wounded, but he's been able to wound the, uh, the thing back. We managed to sort of drag him away, and... 
get out of there. Yeah. So um, now we've we've got back to the camp and um, we but we have out. killed a few of theirs, and I think we're yeah, probably yeah. we were discussing how we've just become killers, you know, in a very short space of time. Yeah. Six weeks, and well, there's think, people mutating. We're killing Glenn's, each other. I think Glenn's rage of trying to get his yes. wife back sort of um, was the fuel behind yeah, it was our the spark. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So and then I've just I'm happily following suit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we're gonna kill some people. Right. Kill them. Okay. Um, you were maybe you and Keith maybe a little bit more reluctant, but but Keith, I think it Keith was was happy to take on the monster because he knew that it was he probably had the best chance with it because of his mutated arm. Yeah. Well, like like we sort of said, it was unplanned. Yeah. Uh, it all kind of happened in the moment because yeah. of uh, the capture of Pappy yeah. and and the you know the recovery. So we've been left now escaping into the night. Yep. Um, with her as well, which is great. So we get and back to the camp. We get back to the camp, yeah. We're just and arriving back to bring us up to the The present. first thing I reckon we see fire. Yep. Um, it's dark, but we see fire and we're like, oh shit, something's happened. We and get there, the front gate's busted wide open. Yep. Um, and there's, there's distinct quietness and lack of vehicles. Yeah, and yeah. bodies. And bodies everywhere. Now, we'd said that there was roughly 75 of us. I would say Oof. there's at least... You know, twenty-five bodies on the ground. Wow. Um, now, what we've de- should we say? What we've decided? Mm. Like with Glenn's wife, she's an imaginary person called yeah. Pappy. We're going to have imaginary families because yeah. at the end of the day, we don't actually want to say any of our family members are dead. No. So, <laughs> in the uh, it's hard enough just imagining this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're just going to say twenty-five of our group are dead, and it's not our immediate families. No. So, but they're missing. But everyone they're else gone. is gone. Everyone's left. So we start wandering around, and as you say, it's it's very quiet. It's just the crackling of the fire. I think there's a sort of a mixture of we're still uh, the adrenaline's probably pumping around from that barn attack. Yeah. But the sheer shock of coming back and finding no one there and yep. all these dead, which uh, they're all known to us. Yeah. Some of them probably closer to us than yeah um, others. But yeah, we're going to be in this sort of state of like severe shock. shock and, yeah. I think as I well. I think the anger's welling up as well. <laughs> yeah, but and uh, probably just stand, I would imagine just walking around for ages, just yeah. wondering what the hell's happened. But then I reckon we stumble across a guy, and maybe like it's a let's say it's a cousin, okay, <laughs> <laughs> a distant second cousin okay. who's probably like an inbred fucker. Um, <laughs> so no one really liked him. Yeah, right. He was one of those family members <laughs> that you go. Oh, is Stephen coming to the Christmas dinner? <laughs> Jesus. Who invited that fuck with? <laughs> anyway, so Stephen's there. His legs are gone. He's, uh, his got, legs a cu- are he's gone. got a couple of bullets in him. Oh, jeez. And he's like, <gasps> brothers, brothers. And he tells us basically what went down. Yeah. Which was, I was thinking it was some sort of paramilitary, all in black kind of secret black ops kind of uh, group that came through that tried to arrest everyone. Yeah. Our group put up a bit of a fight, and they started taking people out, and then they started loading people into the back of their trucks. Yeah, they've got like military vehicles. Are you happy with that though? Because like, it goes on your sort of idea that there was this marauding group of sort of. I feel like uh, doing it, a bit of a was, clean sweep. It was actually it was a, a little bit of a suggestion of Max. Actually, he was talking about the government not really being there to help anyone. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that they're really not out for anyone but themselves. And yeah. I thought, oh, that's a good suggestion. It is cool. I like it. That yeah. makes complete sense. Um, when there's so much at risk, they're basically going to try and you know close up, close down, and make sure that they're safe and pretty much everyone else is expendable. Yeah. So at this point, it, I think, yeah, it's a group of uh, military, you know, sort of clandestine. 
uh, operatives that have come out there and they're collecting, well, whether we know this at the moment yeah. or we're going to keep it... Well, we, they put them into trucks and taken them away. They've taken them away. But so we're sort of assuming, but we're still in shock as well. Obviously. Well, like how many? Are they all, have they all been taken? Uh, maybe um, well, maybe Stephen, the, the dying cousin, tells yeah. us that some managed to take off into the bush. He doesn't know who. Yep. Um, but he goes, I reckon they took at least 20 of us. Right. And then so, he dies. <laughs> or maybe we should put a bullet in him to put him in misery. <laughs> Thanks, Steve-O. Kill me. Like Never aliens. Like your let's, wandering hands. Let's take it back to... <laughs> Take it back to aliens with the uh, the person's up in the in the wall. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah so we strap like, him up. Kill me. Oh yeah, yeah. He says yeah. that. Yeah. Kill. And we're like, nah. We're gonna let you die slowly for what you did to cousin Sally. Oh, <laughs> See ya. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so they've got twenty, um, and. Yeah, he's, he's not really... He can, it's not like he's got a list of people, so no, he's not really able to tell he's out of it. Yeah. anything else. And then I um, think he pretty much just dies. And he like passes he away yeah. in Luke's arms. <laughs> just cradling him. <laughs> actually, yeah. yeah, I just slowly suff... You guys think I'm cradling him, <laughs> but I'm actually suffocating him. It's, it's a mercy <laughs> killing. Choking him out, it's yeah. It's a mercy killing, yeah. yeah he's just, gone, He's gone, guys. Yeah, so, like, he was pretty good before. I just thought he yeah. had a flesh wound. Nah, nah. He was... <laughs> <laughs> he just cut his thumb. Right. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, that was... A deep cut. He hit a vein. So oh, okay. he's gone. He's gone, guys. Oh wow. Um, we won't bury so him. Let's just move on. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> decision time. So yeah. we're all fucking pissed off. We're all upset. We're all upset. We're all yeah. in shock as well. Let's yeah. be real. Like we're not just gonna be okay. Let's go fucking sort. Because everything. It's not just that they're gone. It's it, the place has been fucked up as well. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, there's it, there's things that have been just, just shot for yeah. the, no reason. Like had a couple of magazines emptied into it. So what? I, uh, sorry. No, no, blown up. You know, water tanks have had, you know, um, just an axe put into them so all the water comes out. Yeah. They've rampaged through. They've deliberately they've, sabotaged the, the camp. Yeah, they've made it so if anyone goes there, there's nothing oh. there. Oh, shit. Was that, I don't know what that was. Was that a blanket? Or I think it was a blanket. A I don't think that was a um, thing. So I reckon it's decision time. Uh, me knowing me, I'm going to be pretty angry and just want revenge. Yep. Um, so I was sort of thinking maybe Glenn and I could go right let's go fucking let's go look for them and let's go while we're out there let's go and see if we can take out the mutant and the butcher as well clean that sort of loose end up so they're not running around in the in the countryside yeah and i feel like you and keith would actually sit down and try to make some sort of semblance of a plan yeah we're like mate their families are not here we need to find them we need to figure out what the fuck's going on yeah and and also even though we're saying everything's been sabotaged yeah with your yours, oh, and there's enough to salvage. Yeah, you there's, could salvage something. Oh, yeah, you yeah. might be able to strap together some sort of jeep or something with bits and bobs. Well, we've got the it. ATVs. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we're gonna, I think, be able to modify them. Yep. And uh, use whatever is left to try and give ourselves, you know, a higher fuel uh, tank capacity and yep. and the ability to store some stuff on the ATVs. And then get on the road. And so that's your first point of call is to try and sort just out. Just get out there on the road a bit and of start a rig, looking. Yeah. A bit of a rig, and start looking for the people that ran off. Yep. Okay. okay. Yeah, just trying, cool. to f- trying to try and track them. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Keith being, you know, a tracker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he would have some sort of skill track yeah, I reckon, anyway. I reckon he's done a bit of hunting. Yeah, so like looking for knows. physical signs of disturbance in the bush and the surrounding yeah. grasslands yeah. and that. Plus, you know what? You're not, you're not hunting like a commander. You're hunting a bunch of scared people who run off right. into the bush. Yeah, and so a whole bunch of them. They're going to leave a trail. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like if they could, they probably would leave something. 
not too obvious because yeah. it was they were running out of fear. Yeah. But I think that someone would think, okay, well, they're, they're, these guys are going to come back. Yeah. So yeah. we need to try and give them some hint as to which way we've gone. Even if so, they, even if they got a bit of Hansel and Gretel on your ass and like left a trail of some sort, you know what I mean, like rags or yeah, something. To yeah, yeah, but that, that's way. exactly right. Yeah, some that's sort pretty of much exactly right. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's what I'd be looking for anyway, and I think Keith would probably be thinking along those lines as well. Because it's fair to say out of 75-odd people, us four aren't the only ones who are thinking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't think it's all down to us. <laughs> They're not lemmings. <laughs> Just go this way but, until we die. But I, th- I think, uh, as you were stating, you and Glenn are a bit more impetuous in this situation. You're very angry. And so you're ready to just pick up extra weapons and run back the way we came. So I reckon, Glenn, yep. what are we doing, big fella? I reckon we try and get some of Keith's blood and inject ourselves <laughs> with his mutation. <laughs> <laughs> no, just well, um, Maybe later on down the track, though, it's not a bad <laughs> idea. Once we understand what he can do. Just make him lick well, you. Are we, are we, who, who we decide, are we trying to go after the butcher first? Or well, are we trying I want you to lead. So, so Glenn and uh, sorry, Warren and Keith have got their plan of setting up some sort of rig on an ATV. And uh, remember, yeah, Pappy's with us as well. Pappy's, Pappy's with well, you. She's going to have to stay behind. I think so. Yeah. Okay. yeah would so you have sex with her before we take off? No. Realistically, <laughs> no, I feel I, that you would. I'll make, I'll make her wait. Oh, although she was me. cheating on you. Remember, she was yeah, like well, had eyes right. for everybody else. Yeah. yeah that's right. That but bitch. that doesn't mean like, I'll make her wait, but I'll still come back to <laughs> make her wait. Yeah. So uh, we we go out. Yep. Up to you. I want you to lead. Oh shit. Where are we going? <laughs> I, I feel, look, I, yeah. my two cents, I feel like um, you're still fucking pissed off yep. that Pappy was taken oh. by the butcher. And oh, we didn't wanna, actually nail wanna, him. So. I want to go after the butcher. Yep. Okay, so that's what we do. So we, 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 we still got the ATVs. Uh, yep. Yep. We've got, so we're, we're going back to where the, we last saw the butcher. But I reckon what before we before we just run off in a mad panic, I reckon we stock up with some more weapons. And like Warren said before, we stock up with some weapons, take some water with us, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. And we I reckon we regather ourselves. We're not we're, happy, though. Well, I was going to say, what the guys, hell are you doing? You guys are more inclined for us to stick together. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing, man? You're breaking yeah. up our group and you're, you're jeopardising our security by yeah, going we're back still got the like, well, why, butcher. We've still got the threat. Exactly. Why are these fuckers out there? Yeah. And these mutant head. we got to fucking... And they know where we are. Sort them out. And they're going to come back. For the viewer's uh, benefit, you can't actually see Warren slowly <laughs> shaking his head in yeah. disapproval. Disappointment. <laughs> Come on, guys. This is just ridiculous. We can't think this way. We've got to, take to stick together. We've got to take care of the initial threat first, Warren. I feel, like, I, feel like take, you, I feel like we'll take some grog with us. Well, I mean, we're going to have to drink after we're finished. Molotov cocktails, but also a bit of a sneaky drink. I feel, I feel like once you've kind of made your case clear and we'd had raised voices and words, yeah. I feel like because of the situation, we're still kind of digesting. And we're tense um, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I feel it would just go deathly quiet and, yeah. and you guys would just be getting yourself sorted. And we're just going to be like, oh, yeah. fuck you then. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm going to sort this shit out. And we're trying to tie, you know, not tidy and up. And you're throwing you. everything at us. Okay, so you're going to just let your families yeah. go for now, are you? Yeah. And we're isn't, like, it, no. isn't it better to work out where they are and see if they're safe? And if, if nothing's, you know, wrong, then we can pursue this. You Me and Claire just high-fiving each other. I reckon, I reckon at one stage <laughs> it gets so tense that it's like almost like a Mexican standoff. Bit of a we're all standoff. pointing our guns all at each other. Oh, say, all <laughs> Keith all has to do is put his arm in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> we're all pointing no! our guns at each other. <laughs>
like Ryan's got his gun pointed at Luke. Luke's got his gun pointed at Keith, and I've got my gun pointed at, at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I actually <laughs> feel like what would happen there is that Keith is starting to become a little bit more aggressive in moments. I think he's keeping a check on it most of the time, but because of this mutation. I feel like it's a, it's affecting his character a little as well, but oh, it's only yeah. in bursts. Yeah, he's getting a bit so twitchy. We start all firing up at each other, and then he does not put his arm in he between. He smashes something. But he gets fucking yeah. angry all of a sudden. We're a little fearful. I reckon he, like, punches a, a tractor yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. Like, he like, hits it so oh. hard, it tips over. He's like, you do it. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and we see the mutation starting to go up his neck yeah. and stuff now and into his but, ear. But just leave, you know, leave... Um, Leave me be or something like. Yeah. Just not try and push him to anything. I'm a bit concerned about leaving you with. Keith. I'm concerned as well, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leave. Nah. You know, okay, like okay. I feel like he's uh, he's got his uses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you carry this for me? Carry me, Keith. Carry me. Uh, but um, alright. So because we've definitely agree on that part of it anyway. He just doesn't want us fighting. So the aggression has come out because he doesn't want us fighting with yeah. each other. Yeah. But you can sort of see a hint of perhaps something to come. All right, we're at a we're at sixty one minutes. Yeah. Should and we? You guys have fucked off. Should we call it there? Yeah. I at think so. The end. Of, this is the end. So of this. You, have you left? Let's yeah, I reckon we're, 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 we're gone. gone. You we're guys gone. are sorting your you guys are sorting your thing out. We're yeah. doing our thing. So we've stayed at the well at the abandoned property. We're aware of the fact that we probably need to get out of there ASAP. Yeah. And so we're setting up our ATVs for some long-haul kind of mm. search party stuff. You guys have headed back in the direction of the, the Butcher's Brew. Direction brood. we came, yeah. Because they won't be expecting a second attack, which is excellent. No, well, that's yeah. right. They might be trying to regain So themselves. join us next time for episode... Chapter 9. Chapter 9. So what we'll do now is, Warren, you'll be saying what you're doing with yeah. your lot, and I'll say what I'm doing with Glenn, which yep. is going to get pretty pornographic, Glenn, let me tell you. It's all right at the moment because you're... Here. For this, for all these episodes. Actually, can so. I change my mind? I'm going to stay with Warren now. <laughs> yeah. It will still get pornographic. <laughs> Me and the butcher. Look out. No, so, yeah, thanks for joining us, Glenn, first Thank of all. You. Uh, thanks, my buddy. pleasure. Yeah, thanks. it was good my fun. Pleasure. It was we'll great. definitely have you yeah. back again for another uh, movie something. Maybe, uh, you know, like the, the top 10 movies on a desert island, if you could only choose 10. I know it'd be oh, pretty much impossible to choose just 10, but yep. see how we go. Yep. Um, Love to do it. Thank you, Warren, or should I say Ice Cube, for joining us this evening no as worries. well. Mr. T. Thank you, Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works on many levels. And, uh, yeah, and as I said, people, if you want to contact us in uh, for any reason whatsoever except for pictures of your penises or your vaginas, um, you can email us at flyonthewallpodcast11 or 11 at gmail.com. You can also contact us via Instagram, uh, which is flyonthewallpodcast with a lowercase score. No underscore between each of those words Um, and you can private message us you can direct message us which is the same thing I don't know why I say private (laughs) message Um, and you can leave comments on our pictures and all that kind of jazz as well Uh, yeah love to get some feedback and also you can contact me if you've got a blog or something like that you can contact me on WordPress uh, Imperial Rebel Orc Um, so yeah any final words fellas not at all. Thank you very much for joining us. We seem to be getting longer and longer, don't we? Wow. Well, yeah. There is a lot to discuss. Sometimes it is. Yeah. Yes. Next week we'll just have a minute. Yeah, just a snappy episode. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Please don't hesitate to get in touch. It's always awesome to have your company. Yeehaw.
And uh, hang on, keep talking while I plug this motherfucker in. <laughs> Stick yeah, around. So da, 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 Stick around. Come on, get to the chopper.